listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. He's mean and vicious. I cannot believe he's that rude. To those whose rhymes that jewel, then he put them on the floor like cat food and put them on the track like glue, then put them on your head like hat. Hey, back to you, Lou. Black power. Arrow full of black powder. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house as heard on NPR. Possibly. Maybe. It was you, on NPR. You gotta upgrade, you gotta update that as seen on Huffington Post shit now, man. Yeah, uh, have you guys, uh, heard of a little show called All Things Considered? Oh, you may have heard me. <laughs> oh, it's, it was nothing. It was nothing. It was a, <laughs> that's what I call a trifle. Um, but, uh, for the rest of you, uh, non-famous people, um, hopefully this is a good Wednesday for you as well. We took yesterday off because we went to go see Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. Hell yeah which karen demanded that we go see hell yeah despite her not being a nerd <laughs> anyway today's guest oh hold on we got some music what was that oh no that's something that's, oh, we're hi. good we're good <laughs> uh today's guest is uh you know speaking of nerds being on a nerd off uh speaking of uh i mean almost an unofficial co-host of the nerd off at this point he is um it's my man chris from movietrailerreviews.net you guys might know him on twitter um because he's been known to get into it with people at insanity report uh and you might know him um you know from uh itunes with movie trailer reviews podcast what's going on chris has not seen or heard on NPR. <laughs> I'm actually gonna put that in my, I'm gonna put that in my bio, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny though, cause every time Roger does an interview, he, he picks up a new title like Elon. Mm-hmm. Like his title gets longer and longer and longer. Yeah. Yo, listen, that joint that you guys put on your Facebook page, you put on the foot that they said in that sentence, what the fuck, man? Dog. <laughs> I, I got called something I didn't know existed. Tw- Twitter lobbyist? Yes. <laughs> you are a Twitter lobbyist. How does that work? How Yo, does- is, oh my God. Yo, I'm so glad it's you. Like, I, I'm serious. I'm, I'm so glad it's you that's blowing up because it, like, the shit they're saying about you is so not right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Activist. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like so, um, beneath the titles that they're giving me and for the record i'm not asking for any of these titles like no so what the last dude i actually told him like yep but i'm not an activist so could you please not put that in the article because people have been saying that and that's not true and then i I go click on the article and it's like you know twitter lobbyist i'm just like oh okay (laughs) maybe you should have took with activists yeah like i just i'm just waiting for the day when someone gets pissed at me because you know what's gonna happen and they're gonna go through all these they're gonna google my name they're gonna go through all these articles and they're gonna be like he tried to put himself at the black lives matter center of the movement right he erased all all those women's work he said he was an activist and he never did anything he said he was a comedian i've never seen him on stage before right i can see it. oh man this is why it's so good I, i'm waiting i'm waiting for it i, I just i just love I, I love watching this happen i'm waiting for the campaigns to call you i'm waiting <laughs> for that to happen that's, happening. that's the next step yeah it's just it's what, what makes it funny here is the fact that this all started off a hashtag 
that you did. We do this shit all the time where we make a joke. You went to go do something else, came back a couple hours later, and that shit. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> you know what's the craziest thing is I keep doing the interviews because I can't believe people keep wanting to talk to me. <laughs> like, it's not even on some, like, this is important. I just keep getting interviewed. Like, it's an email. It'll be like, this is from so-and-so at NPR. And I'm like npr get the fuck out of here <laughs> right. whatever man okay yeah yes i will do the interview let's see if this shit does anything and then like i go on i for, actually forgot because uh i sent them the, the audio and then i just didn't think about it anymore because i you know you get busy and shit and i was just like i doubt that's actually gonna go on it like it'll probably go on some like website related oh, to npr podcast yeah, yeah something that and then someone was like uh, I went to my Facebook page and one of my updates was like, hey man, did I hear you on NPR today? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nah, nigga, you ain't heard me on no NPR. Um, <laughs> it was like, uh, it was like that far side skit for people that are far side fans where he was like, with uh, old girl was like, I heard y'all new song on the radio. He was like, nah, beep beep, hold your brakes. That was not us on the radio. We got no new song. So I didn't think it was me. So then I Googled my name in NPR and sure enough, I, they had taken a clip and then uh i emailed the guy and he was like yes actually uh on all things considered so I'm like damn man my mom listens to that dude you know you know you know what's the funniest part about this is like like people don't know like we'll be on like me you sterling fino we'll all be on xbox live talking shit about right. this kind of shit like wouldn't it be funny you know <laughs> like we're happens, joking about it really takes off we, one of us gets on npr <laughs> yeah really so there's that and then i'm saying i'm thinking to myself i'm like yo i'm just waiting i'm waiting for somebody to go i want the other side i want to take rod down and be like yo i say to them them um them xbox chat yo yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's gonna the be real my, story that's gonna be my big undoing if anybody <laughs> ever gets a hold of our xbox chat tmz gonna get it because you know they know everything me talking shit with my friends about all the people i don't like and shit oh god yo it's like man from 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 interviewing sarah jane j to fucking uh npr man you're you, you a hero man roger uh, gonna be on the breaking news i keep feeling like i snuck in the building <laughs> you know what I mean? like like someone's gonna come up and be like can i see your lanyard and i'm just gonna be like uh my what now but that's the, that's the thing well, me and fino were talking about this and shannon we were talking about this when we went to san diego comic-con that's what you gotta do you just gotta fake like you belong dog once yeah. you get in you win it's crazy though because i literally am telling people i don't like every single interview i'm like yeah but please don't take any credit away from uh, tia Oso, patrice colors they got on stage mm-hmm. um after the latest thing i was like well you know it's actually two women that got up there um for black lives matter in seattle and i feel like you know people should be reaching out to interview them um and then they'll just be like yeah yeah okay whatever and then like, <laughs> I'm like like when i see the final article i'm like damn i guess uh guess they thought i was good enough the, but but the dude from npr did a great job because he actually went and interviewed the people yeah i said tia also by name and patrice colors by name and i saw um he did reach out to tia i don't know if he reached out before or after me but i just but i do remember he was like you got anything else to say every single interview when they ask me that I say the same shit, which is like, yo, these black women are actually getting on the stage and they're not mm-hmm. hard, they're not hard to reach. Like, they're on Twitter. Tia got like 5,000 followers on Twitter. <laughs> like, you should be able to contact her and be like, mm-hmm. hey, would you like to come and talk about this? Cause I, I'm betting she probably would, you know? 
You, you know what? You know what this reminds me of this. This is this is like that John Stewart moment when Crossfire brought him on, and he's just like, "Why are you guys talking to me, yo? The show that leads into me is puppets making crank calls. It's like right. I don't belong." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I keep telling you, I was like, I make jokes, I do a comedy podcast. They're like, how do you want to describe yourself? I do a comedy podcast <laughs> five days a week with my wife. It's called The Black Guy Who Tips on iTunes Stitcher. All right, then I read the article. Black intellectual, black <laughs> academic <laughs> activist and judge. <laughs> the king of all the blacks. <laughs> this is so funny to me just because even though we haven't physically met, I know you guys. And right. you guys yes. are so humble. And I know, like, a lot of times some shit like this happens. Sometimes you can think the person is going to use that to kind of like, I'm using this to kind of promote myself to get ahead. But that is, like, so not you all. It's just right. like, yo, I'm just, I just make jokes, man. I'm just here that, to do that, my show. I'm just true. making the jokes. And that's all we, we do. We make a living off of it. But that, that's just our thing. I'm not really trying to. You know, not really trying to lead the movement all of a sudden or take, no. take credit for that. You know, uh, and it's, I would, that's why this is just so, it couldn't have happened to a nicer, I, a nicer like, real talk, of, if somebody know. asked me what we're supposed to do as black people, I'd be like, yo, man, for real, I don't know. <laughs> right, I don't like, have that's, a that's a lot of pressure to decide for all of us together. At the black people meeting. I'm not a civil rights leader. Uh, right. I, just, I like, someone hit me up today and was like, uh, send me, uh, they were like, I want to interview you and get your thoughts on the NAACP. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to, like I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna tell them my thoughts because I can't like because I'm gonna read it in print and be like I can't believe this shit is still happening <laughs> but it's not it's, it's not like I sit around thinking about the NAACP all day right you know at some point you're gonna have to actually just start you have, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to go full black guy YouTube. you want to go man what do black people need to do I don't know man get porn hub accounts I don't, yeah. I don't know <laughs> I don't know man just <laughs> You know. Start sliding. I'll start sliding shit into my comments. That's right. That only oh, y'all no, get. Man. Eat, you know, eat the booty like groceries. Oh, yeah. oh, no, <laughs> you gotta start sliding off with that kind of stuff. Like, and then they'll start realizing, like, yo, you know what? Maybe he is a comedian, yo. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I, it's funny, though, because in the interviews, I will have the people laughing. Mm-hmm. so we'll do the interview on the phone and they'll be laughing and then like i'll read it in print and i'm like that sounds way more militant than how it was <laughs> like on the phone i'm just like black people tired of that bs man we like i'm like uh like i was talking to the dude yesterday and he was like um you know what do you say about the anger that all the um all the liberal people feel about you know bernie being interrupted i was like they gotta give it up because they're gonna never be angrier than we are about black people getting killed so you have to quit now because we will always out anger you and we'll be taking mics forever if that's if that's all you got is being mad at me like so so you know to me i'm just thinking like you know we both laughed and then i read it and i'm like that sounds like uh (laughs) Sounds like the the fire next time and shit. We're gonna start calling you Rodimus X. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start hitting up the starting the show off like uh, salutations, brothers and sisters. (laughs) You're talking about him being my secretary. Shit, I'm gonna have to be your manager after a while. We booking your appointments. Oh man. Oh god. The only thing I hope happens from this is that we get uh, big name podcast guests that don't know what we do. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that, that would be wonderful like we get emails every once in a while it's like these two black professors 
are trying to start the museum of arts in atlanta for blackness and i'm like yeah man i don't know if you want to do this show yeah you might want to listen before you come yeah that's more like a twib thing i don't like do you really want to play guess the race (laughs) (laughs) like with what you do for a living we might do a spinoff show with you you know we interview style but i don't think you want to be on the regular show dog yeah man i'm waiting for the first straight lace guest to come on and want to guess the race i can't wait (laughs) (laughs) they don't don't know what's happening like i've had people on we've had people on the show before we didn't want them to play like i'll give them like a little warning like hey now you don't have to guess yeah like the kind (laughs) you know our chat room kind of racist but you know uh, don't fuck up your money right don't we not gonna be the call you know you can leave at any time if you choose don't write that dog yeah, if your connection drops, you know, it's, yeah, it's understandable. It's, you you want to get off now, man? Like, it's like when the good kid is in the car and you about to go on a drive-by. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, if you want to get out, I, I get it. You going to college. We, yeah, that's how we feel about Eljoy, because we always tell her to beat it. We be like, beat it, get away from us. Yeah, well, she's grown. <sighs> she can handle it. Um, Chris, how's everything going with the podcast, man? You doing big things over there. Um, yes, he is. He grinding. Yeah, yeah, man, everything's going good. I, I'm actually... uh. I got all this shit I'm doing tonight, but I, I'm, I'm probably going to stay up all night tonight because I, I fly out to um, Anaheim tomorrow. Well, LAX, and then I go to Anaheim for um, the Disney Expo, D23. Okay. So uh, I'll be – I'm probably not going to get a lot of interviews. I'm probably going to take some pictures. I'm going to try to get into that that Marvel panel, so I'm hoping that they – I'm hoping they show some of that Civil War footage, so we'll see. Mm. What does D23 stand for? Right. It's uh, It represents the, the Disney Expo. So mm-hmm. I think it's uh, when they started in, what, in 1923? So I think that's oh. what it is. That, that's, that's why they call it. But it, it's basically the Disney Expo. Hadn't heard you of know. that one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it happens every two years. They don't do it every year. And it's not as big as uh, Comic-Con. But now that Disney has things like Lucasfilms and right. and Marvel, it's getting bigger and bigger. And like this is supposed to be their biggest year. Um, still not as many people as Comic-Con, so it should be a little bit easier. But um, this is going to be the first year they allow people to camp out for um, their big haul. And it's because Disney and Star Wars will be on the Saturday, the Saturday morning program. So mm-hmm. I tried to get press seats for that. They said they they didn't. They, I couldn't <laughs> get it. But you know, beggars can't be choosers. I mean, I I got press passes out of I don't know how I got press passes for the shit. That's so uh, I got press passes for. It, so I'm at least going out. I'm I'm getting into the expo for free. So I'm gonna take pictures. I'm trying to get into that panel that day. Um, so that's going pretty good. Uh, later on tonight at 9:30, we're doing the character corner. We're gonna t- discuss uh, Amanda Waller. And the Suicide Squad. So yeah. Deep Palm and I have been going back and reading some Suicide Squad issues. Uh, I, I, I've read like the first, I guess, six issues of the new New 52 Suicide Squad um, book. Uh, it's not – I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's just not the soul of the old the old issues. Yeah. They, they, they just – yeah, it feels like they didn't understand – whoever wrote it didn't understand what the Suicide Squad was. They just saw the name Suicide Squad – they thought it meant that they just go out there and they they all just go to die. You just treat them horribly. That's not kind of how the Suicide Squad is actually written, though. Yeah. So, hey, hey, um, hey, Chris. Uh, me and you being the non-famous in this particular group, hmm. um, how does it? How are you dealing with like working like nine to five and doing like a podcast, grinding like we do, like two jobs and you traveling and stuff? Like, how are you ha- handling all that? You know, I wouldn't know nothing about that. You know, I'm just asking <clears throat> right. you. Mm-hmm. Us not us normal human beings. I, I only did that for four to five years. Or so, so. I, <laughs> oh, I've already forgotten. I, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. You uh, don't count NPR. 
Yeah, I uh, yeah, we start calling him NPR. Yeah, I, I'm actually handling it horribly. Doesn't <laughs> 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 he, Frank? Yeah, I, I haven't um I haven't worked out in months. I mean, I'm a, when I get back from D23, I hopefully I'll have some break between then and New York Comic Con. I'll finally get back to uh, a routine of actually going to the gym and working out. Um, but even with work, like I am so fed up with my nine to five. Like I'm, I have a project. I finally found a project that lets me work from home right now for the next, at least for the next couple months. I'm looking for another uh, job. I actually might move. Tell you the truth, mm. uh, try to move, and I'm hoping that maybe a move will get me closer to some of the maybe even L.A. or Atlanta. Get me closer to some of the things I want to I want to do. But um, it's hard. Like this, it's just. I think people, so under, people underestimate that. I, I tell people, man, when you uh, podcast, like we do, like five days a week, and sometimes you be grinding like us three and four and five shows mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. That right there ain't no joke. Yeah, the hard part isn't even doing the podcast. Nope. Or even having the job. It's actually going to Comic Con and mm-hmm. coming back and then going nope. to work. Like it's that kind of shit where you have moments. You know, even when our podcast where we have moments where we're like you get written about, and you're like, "Yo, man, that's uh, maybe we're getting somewhere with this thing," and then it's like, "Oh wait, I gotta go back to work." Shit. <laughs> this is why I'm not too sad if I don't get any interviews at D23. I still have interview. I still have interview videos from last new last year's New York Comic Con. They'll never go up. I'm never gonna go back and edit those. Right. I have a ton of of videos to do still to do for. San Diego Comic Con. I just did like a, a recap video, a little short recap of, of that kind of cut together all the interviews and stuff I had and put them in, the, in them together. I still have stuff like I know Phenom probably still has a ton of, of, of images he hasn't even edited yet from San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So you do all that stuff, you know, you're out there for like four days and you're you're kind of living the life. You're you're out there interviewing. It's it's also it's work, and then you come back and you're like. You get an email from work. You're like, hey, yeah, I need you to, to, to work on this bug here. And you're just like, I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, it's because the work is fulfilling on one end. Because, right. like, you know, that's the other thing. Like, there's times where I've been doing shit related to podcasting where I've been never been more tired in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Where I'm just like, well, uh, sleep is a thing that I can do <laughs> another day. Mm-hmm. And then there's been other times where, like, I'm at work fully rested um you know everything everything's going great at work nothing couldn't couldn't have a care in the world related to the, my work ethic and work issues and i'm just like yo i fucking hate it here mm-hmm. you know and that's the shit that that kind of that balance out where you know and i think we get trained in our lives to not be fulfilled at work right um or to accept unfulfilling work as some sort of like um like with a badge of honor like yeah i worked that shitty job for 17 years it's like <laughs> Yeah, man, but that shit was slowly killing your soul every day. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yo, the thing that people don't, and the, the worst part is the fact that your coworkers are like that. Right. Your yeah. coworkers are the ones that are just like, yeah, you know, well, you know, I finally got a vacation, so I'm going to go on vacation. You know, I've been doing this for 15 years. You're like, don't you hate it here? Like, you kind of want to, shit, man, I kind of want to rise up against work. Like, like, right. you know, like, like we, we as black people are kind of rising up right now against police brutality. I want us, a, us as Americans to rise up against work like why are we doing this like the thing that's been driving me crazy with looking for another job and why i just got so fed up is and why i might move like mm-hmm. i don't want to go back into an office like for for the last few years i've been kind of be able to do remote work mm-hmm. and work from home right and i dread going back into an office for oh, eight you, hours you don't you don't want to do that right no I'm telling I mean, you right so, now you don't 
Right. So, and I don't know how I will be able to to get back into doing office work with all the stuff I have to do. Like today, I had to do stuff stuff for work, but then also I had to pack for tomorrow. I had to finish reading comic book issues for this uh, character corner. I have to send emails. I still have emails to send out to people for um, uh, for guest spots in, in in September. I had to plan the stuff. After it's just it's so much. Right. And I don't know how I would do it if yeah. I had to be in an office for eight hours. Yeah, not to mention, you know, most offices are extremely restrictive, right? Like, oh yeah, it wouldn't be so bad if they weren't trying to turn it into prison because it's just right. like, hey man, don't check your email, don't be on Twitter, don't get on your phone, don't talk to him. It's like I'm a fucking adult, man. Right. Come talk to me when my work isn't done. Like, if my work isn't done, cool. You can tell me where I'm fucking up and how to get better. But as long as my shit is done at the end of the day, I really don't give a fuck if I was on the phone or check Twitter or Facebook or something. And jobs need to stop giving a fuck about that shit because it's actually not uh, helping anything. It's just making your workplace feel more and more restrictive and making people less happy. Right. And people do the bare minimum. Uh, You know, a lot of places wonder why people have the bare minimum or why they have a very, very high turnover rate because people aren't happy and they're not satisfied. And the thing about it, people wouldn't mind a shitty ass job if you were flexible. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. I think at your next like corporate meeting or whatever the ones you normally skip um you you know when you're ready to go once you've already you know secured your job or whatever i say you run up in there and grab the mic and be like black lives matter <laughs> cubans go lives matter yeah and start talking to them to all the workers in there and be like you know what about how much turnover we got here what about people not getting paid what they worth and right. why you want why we all got to be in the office when we all got laptops you know shit like that and then quit uh, ah. i mean you're, you're you're joking but the funny no, thing I'm about not. it is oh you're not even joking <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the crazy thing about this is like the black lives matters thing in the movement is part of the reason why i don't want to go back into the office right because i the last time i was kind of in the office i mean i've been working from home most of the time but Last summer, around the time that uh, Michael Brown was murdered, right, I was going in and out of the office every now and then. Like every now and then, I would go in for like you know half a day or something like that, and it would be drive me crazy that I would be up until right. two, three o'clock in the morning watching, you know, what was going on in Ferguson and feeling this like this rage inside of me. Mm-hmm. Then I would get myself together, go into the office, sit down, and look around and see. There was almost no other black people, mm-hmm. and you see these white people just not completely oblivious. Right. And I'm like, yo, there's like a war zone in an American city right now, and you guys are talking about soccer. Right, or either worse than that, Chris, when they want to fucking talk to you about it. Oh, uh, for me, for me and my job, I don't talk. When they bring that shit up, I be like, ah, we're not talking. I just flat be like, we're not talking about that, especially if I know it's somebody that's going to go off on a deep end and we're not going to agree. I got to work with you. So I'd be like, look, a doll, nothing personal. I got to get back to work, and this is not work-related. Right. They want to come over and talk to you, and you're like, do you know that it's been 238 days since so Bobby Schmurder got locked up? Mm-hmm. Bobby Schmurder <laughs> been locked up for 238 days, and you want to talk to me about some motherfucking TPS reports? Nobody gives a fuck about that shit. <laughs> John, you know what I mean? You and Mike from Where's My 40 Acres. Only two niggas to still kill. Okay, mm-hmm. fine, fine. Okay, anyway this is the black guy tips podcast you can find us on itunes and stitcher um make sure you guys leave us five star reviews we like them we'll read them on the show 
the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by well a couple people it's actually double sponsored but it's brought to you by shadow dog productions and our audio play album which is called the best of riding karen it's on itunes mm-hmm. you guys should go check it out leave five star reviews on there let them know that you like it um it's just a bunch of comedy skits for me and karen um we've been getting good reviews I, I saw my man cam on twitter said that he really loved me in the c block skit um where i get to play a cock blocking ass uh <laughs> dude uh which you know hey sometimes you got to do that so i actually i think i can let me see if i can play a clip of one so then the bastard kicked the puppy down the stairs wait you're talking about girls cry five right yeah that's one of my favorite movies ever really me too hold up hey julie gotta go this hot guy in the office is into these movies i'm in there so you like girls cry five more than girls cry four or three? Oh yeah girls cry five is my favorite movie ever Bro, I thought your favorite movie was Fast Five. What? Ew. Or was it Anal Assassin's Five? I was holding that for a friend. Oh, my God. I'm out of here. Wait, you want to go see Tears of My Husband next week? Yo, you were going to go see Tear Up My Husband's Bun Nugget with me next week. Never speak to me again, either of you. Cock blocking. It's the American thing to do. There you so, go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one. Yeah, he was an ass. One of the many, many different comedy skits on uh, oh. The Best of Riding Care. Uh, you can also uh, remember that today's podcast is brought to you by Bevel. That's right, guys. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and onlyest shaving system designed for black skin Mm-hmm. black skin matters y'all it does if you got coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps as if they were meek mills career check out getbevel.com today that is not that is <laughs> that, was, that was so uncalled for uh, code tbgwt you get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right yeah all kind oh go ahead i was gonna say just 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 so you know because you just did that Mm -hmm. you are now going to be considered a battle rapper for oh that's 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 the next job description yeah that's the next job description you know i do i did say that he has put out a mixtape chris uh well we got some we got a bunch of news let's talk about it uh here's some kind of nerd news kind of not nerd news uh ben affleck you know you got divorced from jennifer garner uh but apparently now i don't like the the title of this headline because i feel like it's incredibly fucking stupid but <laughs> I'll, I'll read the title so you guys can can see how stupid it sounds uh he made his wife nanny the kids while he wiped up the nanny oh okay. now how, how does one nanny the kids is that like when we refer to the husband as babysitting his own kids mm-hmm. no yeah you just spending time with your kids that's called being a mother <laughs> anyway well when you're rich yeah right yeah that's what that's really what they want to say yeah they which we don't even know if jennifer garner's a bad mom like that's Mm -hmm. just such a fucked up thing to do right plus you know if most people could afford a nanny they would ain't that the truth you know i think people i think more we need more nannies anyway 
ben affleck uh is not uh ben affleck's not being given the credit he deserves not for his filmography or his gambling prowess or if you can call it that um he apparently has great powers of persuasion according to page six he managed to convince his wife jennifer garner to watch their kids on their bahamas vacation while he cheated on her with the nanny who was there to watch their kids on the vacation so he was like baby we bring you the nanny to watch the kids now can you watch the kids and then he went off ah. and then he went and fucked the nanny uh so uh yeah that's pretty crazy um he's an avid gambler he had initially taken i don't even know how you pronounce her name ozani Ozunian, to join him in a flight on a flight back to la from the bahamas while his clueless spouse stayed behind with their three kids he assured her it was okay technically he was her boss wow that is kind of weird that jennifer fell for that she must have, she had to know right i was like um ain't she here to watch the kids so no right that's why you don't have a hot that's why you don't have a hot nanny right Mm-mm. you gotta um, you gotta you gotta get you gotta pick the one that just was like yeah you you with the, yeah. yeah you're you, not hot you enough. look like that's a grandma perfect. yeah miss doubtfire you can work for us <laughs> then, then again that didn't work for what's your name in schwarzenegger Mm. He's still, that's he's true. still got a he still got a he still got the housekeeper. He couldn't uh, help himself. Nana, yeah, he couldn't help himself. But I, along the way, he convinced her to go to Las Vegas with him for a poker tournament. They even stopped and picked up the Tom Brady, Tom Brady for the trip while in Vegas being hit Christine the entire time. Yeah, there's a picture of her online wearing Tom Brady's five ring, championship rings on a plane. So, so I've seen this. What, what gets me is like, are they dry snitching on Tom Brady? Right? right like shouldn't giselle be like what nigga right and you ain't tell me um you hanging out with this cheating ass nigga what, right. what are you into i know you was with ben but i didn't know she was there too um because i'll be perfectly honest man i mean i hear all this out there saying but the, the image to me puts more puts puts tom brady in more trouble to me than anything ben affleck's done right because she's got his rings on yo yeah and i mean we kind of knew that i mean ben affleck didn't want his ancestor slavery owning history out there in the public uh and then also i mean he's probably doing this to protect jennifer garner because he doesn't want her to get too close to him as batman Mm, i think that's right because justice comes first and the city of gotham is his only mistress Mm-hmm. so he acted this way he probably didn't even fuck that girl he acted this way to distance himself from her and his kids so they could stay safe and i don't blame him that is exactly what batman would do right i've batman read this book family yo. yeah batman can't ever have love and happiness because all the people he loves die that's how he got into the role because you know that 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 still he did up in the air that that, that was that was what we call acting yep uh more uh big big news here big news uh chipotle just raised the price of of his beef burritos guys oh shit yeah what are they 15 why was this now? why was this not brought up with the gop debate right right now i'm gonna end up taking the stage okay <laughs> right, right all burritos matter you already charged me extra for guac i'm gonna be up there like fat lives matter <laughs> <laughs> i can't afford extra beef burritos yeah, if you have steak or barbacoa uh, in your burrito, burrito, prepare to pay pay more, guys. It's charging uh, four to six percent more for steak and barbacoa burrito bowls, tacos, and salads. Oh, and, so am I supposed to say the whole fucking menu? 
uh yeah for everything right i had one of them quesaritos the other day by the way and he confused the shit out of them people because they was like what is what is going on how do you make this let me tell you the problem with quesaritos okay see i read online that you can go get you some quesarito at chipotle <laughs> which is they put cheese in the burrito uh the burrito tortilla then they roll your burrito with the cheese burrito and it is fucking delicious i will say that now i'm not <laughs> <laughs> they make a queso yeah and then wrap wrap your burrito yeah in. much yeah. much like yeah they make a quesadilla and then wrap your burrito in the quesadilla now i'm right. not saying and you know that's best for the calories <laughs> yeah it's not de- it's definitely not healthy no. but i was not interested in health it was just kind of like if a girl told you that she was gonna like suck your balls part of you is like i don't know that i would get sexual pleasure from that but if you gonna do it <laughs> i won't complain you know what i mean so that's kind of how i was well i was like yo if you gonna make if you really gonna sit here and make this dumb ass shit i will order it and i will wait i mean how do you how do you not do it if you, how do you know you don't like it if you don't try it right nice. it took 10 minutes to make my shit dog like <laughs> everybody was so confused the first girl made it wrong then the second girl came up and got an attitude like she got an attitude without helping her which is by the worst thing and it only made the time more time consuming right it's like she was just like uh girl that ain't how you make it she was like well how do you make it what i'm supposed to do not like that you need to get another burrito another tortilla okay <laughs> it did nothing right i was like yo help her they looking at each other and then make- one of the managers at the back was like uh you know you have to make a uh quesadilla Quesadilla, right and it was like oh so they hooked hooked it up they made the quesadilla and by the way the whole time i couldn't be more polite because (laughs) i kept thinking to myself like just like like i said if someone told me they were gonna suck my balls i'm like i'm gonna be extremely nice because i'm a fucking gentleman about this (laughs) you know what i mean take take as long as you need girl like they were just like it's gonna take an extra five minutes i was like you whatever you need I'm, i'm here to support you in making this for me and um they made it and i gotta say guys best burrito i ever had <laughs> I, I don't know that i would do it again because it takes forever and uh it was a lot of attitudes and all kinds of shit <laughs> people not knowing how but, knowing uh, how to make it it was definitely worth it and it it probably took some years off your life too so. of course yeah i'm gonna die at 30 now <laughs> but you know what's funny is they couldn't even like re they couldn't even wrap it because the cheese oh, the cheese was, was so, so high in the crust she was like this shit is hot it was she, hilarious and i was just sitting up there like oh it's okay baby you can do it take I, your time take your time baby don't you don't rush a thing it was great oh, anyway prepare to pay more for beef uh that's what i was trying <laughs> to say Four um yeah chris Christie needs to make this his campaign yeah nobody's paid this much for beef since uh meek mill came at uh came at drake <laughs> 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 Oh, oh, <laughs> what the hell was that dude thinking man um all right uh matter of fact there we go yeah um <laughs> uh <laughs> speaking of beef two chefs are beefing well i don't know if alton brown is a chef is he a chef karen yes he is alton brown is firing back at anthony bourdain for his comments on tv chefs what'd he say i like alton you like Alton Brown, mm-hmm. or you like? Mm, well, <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting real on these on these chef streets, Karen. Um, Food Network personality Alton Brown, who recently gave up booze, fired back at Parts Unknown host and general rabbit Anthony Bourdain's comments about his employer and TV chefs in general. 
bourdain has been a vocal critic of many of food network stars like guy fieri and former stars such as paula dean for many years most recently during a stop on his close to the bone tour bourdain took a swing at food network complimenting ina garten while insulting the rest of the network chefs in the process i love ina garten she's one of the few people on food network who can actually cook wow oh yeah he took it down wow they get paid for they get paid a lot of money to cook dog Mm -hmm. brown defending his cooking skills tells people i don't have to defend my skills against anybody i got 14 years and 252 episodes of a show called good eats and i'm pretty sure i can use my resume for my skills brown continued when was the last time you saw anthony bourdain actually cook anything i spent 14 years cooking my own food on television i've never seen him cook a meal however brown did have some complimentary things to say about bourdain calling him the best writer about food oh god damn um (laughs) and he admitted that he is jealous of bourdain's work he pokes a lot of things and that's fine i'm a fan and few the few times i've gotten to work with him i enjoyed it immensely maybe one day they can combine on their respective tours in the most epic food central show of them all uh bourdain said i have zero beef with alton brown smartest stuff on food network and a hero to my daughter because he ain't want none of that yeah he because he's actually he's a very very intelligent man yeah alton would have took him down man uh bourdain i mean that's my dog but he don't want it he don't mm-hmm. want it with alton brown no dog. he don't that's the hand that feeds everybody um let's see what else oh speaking of uh speaking of having to have beef and apologize rosa perez done quit the view y'all i'm glad she did she should have been quit we knew she wasn't long for there because she's too rational and reasonable right like she's the kind of person that actually reads the whole article and not the headline correct (laughs) and then she comes out there and she's just looking at Whoopi and raven like are y'all are y'all serious did did, did y'all read this did y'all read the whole thing because it said he definitely raped them women (laughs) (laughs) they're just like "Mm -mm, i I just saw the headline and i'm just why are these women coming out now right because she was she had planned on leaving anyway but this right here she was like fuck it i'm out oh she had planned on leaving right i heard she was leaving soon anyway Mm. okay well apparently um during that hot topic subject uh segment about donald trump uh apparently kelly osborne infuriated latinos by saying if you if 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 you kick all the latinos out of the country who who's gonna clean your toilets mr trump hmm how about that cheerio old chap Ah! she she said it she said it was such i'm really i'm really an ally like yeah shit like oh god it was so good it was such privilege you know Hmm. i mean just oh so it was like and the thing is there was like she was just wrong right she like she tried to be it. like oh sir come on i don't mean it come on now you know i don't mean it that way but like it, that's all that's a whole women panel right right if a dude came on there and said if you kick the women out of the country who's gonna make my sandwiches they would have been like nigga what right kill this man you know what i mean except whoopi whoopi would be like let him live that's good i make sandwiches makes right makes sense to me oh, she's stupid. um so Kelly asked if you kick him out of the country, he's going to clean your toilet, Donald Trump. She then became hysterical during a commercial break and wept over fears that she would be called a racist. No shit. Now, this is funny because I think it was 
juliana Rossi or something like that well she uh kelly osborne left that show on e because she that lady juliana or whatever made a comment about zendaya's hair right and so mm, zendaya, i remember that right and so she was like i don't want to work with a racist person i'm off now in my opinion she left the show because kathy griffin had left and uh wrote yeah, uh, joan rivers had died right. and the show just wasn't good anymore no it was not and honestly if you don't have the stomach to just be mean you shouldn't be doing that show in the first place because you can't do a red carpet show and care that people think <laughs> think that you're gonna say fucked up shit you are going to say fucked up shit you know there's very few rules on a red carpet show pretty much don't make jokes about fat women all fat women are stunning and, and spectacular um and everything and else the kids and everything else is never apologize oh well, yeah yeah my bad that's it you know what i mean like you like if you say someone does look whatever you need to be able to stand up to that joke and be like yes i said it i will see y'all next year when i say something worse and that's ah. it that's what john rivers was doing Mm -hmm. never apologize right and honestly like i wasn't big into that shit but joan was the only person i could watch do it because i knew she was gonna be like it's a joke i don't give a fuck right um anyway um so abc is execs cornered rosie during the break and demanded that she apologize to kelly in the last segment of the live broadcast now what's crazy about that is remember when Whoopi was forced to apologize by her cosby comments uh-huh. it's like the power went to their heads where they were like okay now we gotta make everybody apologize if someone gets upset no sometimes they can be fucking wrong uh at the end of the show rosie bolted to her dressing room and had no further interaction with kelly abc execs argued that rosie uh, argued with rosie and forced her to tweet an apology to kelly oh i remember that tweet i remember being like it's, what yeah it seemed it didn't seem like it just didn't seem like rosie you know it just like, i remember right. that tweet i was like that's it's like this is the problem with the view right now and now hearing this i'm like it all fucking makes sense now yo yep she declared she was done with this fucking show and told executives to kiss my ass before storming out she did not show up to wednesday or thursday's live broadcast right she was like i'm done <clears throat> yep i fucks with her though yeah, i mean the view, i'm sorry but the view is the view is a terrible show right and it's been it's, terrible since it started airing years ago because they they basically what you get is and i you get this is four women on the show you'll get three dumb women and usually one that actually has common sense mm-hmm. and the one that has common sense is usually the one that is is, is made to look unreasonable i mean they they, they, had, they had what elizabeth hassle back on the show like, they always have somebody who's really extreme and, like, and that should be the person you would think that would get the focus of you know what the fuck mm-hmm. but it's always the rational person that always seems to have a fucking problem and it's and always like, it's always got to be centered around white woman's tears right right like, always like it was always. okay until this white woman got a little offended now it doesn't matter that she was wrong she's crying so can you please apologize to her and then oh you're upset that you had to apologize well okay can you tweet out that that apology too because you didn't say anything and she was a little upset that you left without saying anything to her mm-hmm fuck that shit um glad she quit she should have been quit actually and other protected white women news (laughs) a manhattan bar owner says she was terrorized by shithead taylor swift fanatics oh today denise santoro santoro an owner of the east village wine bar and tapas restaurant bolaro sent an email to his neighbors complaining why they woke up on monday morning finding 
we do not play taylor swift here you cunt crazy you cunt crazy i don't even know what that means me either i'll put it in the chat if you guys want to see the the graffiti by the way i like i love this graffiti the the swifties came out the hub what's happening here what did they what did the group call themselves yeah what does she have the swift hive the (laughs) right but look look at how beautiful and colorful that that was it's like chalk you know it's like part pink and blue like so something taylor would do yeah even those even her evilest fans are still kind of nice according to santoro she was entertaining a group of 15 at balaro on sunday night but santoro says she was soon berated by the gang who told her to go back to your country all because of her their manic desire to hear the voice of one taylor swift oh taylor swift ain't that bad come on i know that i was offended degraded and treated like shit by a group of 15 drunk people without any valid reason they were screaming boo you suck at me my waist staff because and my waist staff because taylor swift wasn't playing on our surround on our sound system i then played two taylor swift songs for them to placate them and they were dancing and singing all together so i assumed i made my customers happy however after the two songs ended and the playlist moved on to other artists they started complaining even more and it escalated they started screaming that the songs i played weren't right weren't the right one and i was like and i was told that this place is shit the music and the people here suck i was then told to go back to your country with that fucking immigrant face oh wow. a little racist oh, okay. yeah so then she kicked the group out the bar i would have to well she says left left without paying that 500 hundred dollar tab well goddamn i would have I I been like you're gonna pay that first then you gotta get kicked out yeah so. i called the police yeah. oh yeah oh y'all <laughs> going to jail because yeah. y'all gonna pay me my money or go to jail you pick you know what the haters gonna hate mm-hmm. the next day the writing on the in the photo you see appeared above the bar's doorstep a letter in scarlet as the blood that will run from your veins or any bar owner who dares to stand up to the next season law of okay that's editorialized and my and my thing is this something about drunk people especially white drunk people they feel like they own anything that they're around like it's theirs mm-hmm. and they got drunk at her bar and they wanted to hear taylor and she was like okay i'll pay placing taylor but taylor ain't gonna be on here 24 7 it's, it's other artists in the jukebox dog yeah i mean that sucks that that happened to that woman but you really just got to shake it off. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, speaking of protected white women, theme, Megyn Kelly is receiving death threats from rabid Donald Trump supporters. Uh, and uh, I want to say, was it, man, I know I'm going to fuck this up, but I want to say it was like Jezebel or somebody that said that all feminists need to rally behind Megyn Kelly. Oh, I I don't know who it was. I, I don't think it was Jezebel. It was was it Salon? The Mary Maybe it was Salon. Let me see. It was somebody, but they can kiss my ass with <laughs> right? that shit. I, I, this is the same shit that happened when um, what was it? Playboy did that cover a C um that ch- chick that Republican chick C cup or something like that. And they were like, this is wrong. This is I'm like, listen, listen, listen. It might be sexism and it might be wrong. But I'm gonna treat this shit like Batman treated Raz Ghul and Rachel Ghul and fucking um Batman Begins. I might have to join in on that shit, but I'm the savior ass. Like yeah. Megan, I'm sorry, Megan Kelly did not. If it like you said, if it was Michelle Obama or Sharina Wilms or or any uh, any other any other not just black woman but anybody who's not a Republican, they would not give one shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that it is, we're supposed to rally around her. Man, go fuck yourself. Right. You, you fight your own. Fight your own battles. 
right the same way y'all rally around the women for the black Lives matters the same way mm-hmm. y'all rally around serena williams when she's getting these nasty fucking articles written about her and her sister you right. you want that same group to come and aid you when when they're being attacked you could give zero fucks yes yeah, fight uh, your own it, battles here's an article from april 23rd megan kelly lashes out at feminist buttercups who need to toughen up well then tough she need to toughen yeah. up too then that's the only problem i really not only that's the main problem i have with the left though uh, other than the white racism the main problem i have with the left is typically the fact that um they want to be like spider-man so bad <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying yes like remember when breitbart died of a heart attack mm-hmm. i was partying on my timeline people were like you know it's just death is always tragic Dude, i bro. think about his children and those i was like this nigga was evil Bruh, when when we killed Osama bin Laden, oh. I remember people going, "Well, I'm not going to celebrate the death." I mean, technically, that is a brown life, motherfucker. Are you serious? This is a, right. This, this is Osama bin Laden. He would kill you. No, I party. <laughs> I party so hard on Twitter, and people was like, "Should we really be celebrating?" I'm not celebrating for you. It's me, nigga. I'm celebrating. <laughs> Fuck that dude. He killed a whole bunch of innocent people and had shit to do with what he was mad about. Goodbye. Good riddance. Why the fuck I gotta be sad about it? I'm sorry, but I ain't. Right, man. I'm Like, seriously. This, you know what it is, man? A lot of times, and I feel like because they, they feel like if they don't do it, they're, they're lessening their own arguments about other things, which I, I get logically, but we're human. All right, it's kind of like how when um Peter Parker goes, every life matters, motherfucker, stop. All right, right listen, listen. Right, I'm not for I'm not for the abuse of animals, but if I had a choice between saving myself or Max was out of my fucking house, love you, Max, but <laughs> he got to go. Yeah, it's no, kind, it's, it's kind of like how um it's kind of like how I'm against the death penalty. Mm-hmm. but i'm against the death penalty because racist people get to decide who ki- gets killed right mm-hmm. but if you just said on the on the like i get to decide i'm for the death penalty oh yeah because then i like i have no moral qualms about killing the motherfucker that does vile evil dangerous shit i don't want to see him on the earth anymore i just have moral qualms about who gets to decide that shit and it can't be the same prison system that locks up black people at a much higher rate just for being black. Like, I can't have that person decide who needs to die. Yeah. Uh, but if you just said on an individual basis, like, yo, this dude uh, raped seven babies and then killed their mamas in front of them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, kill that nigga. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I, especially as minorities, there are too many minorities who are on death row who are innocent and right. we know that and they're, they're on there because of you know the a faulty justicism but then you got motherfuckers like dylan roof or that that dude who shot up the the the, the, the movie theater it's like uh i don't know why we keeping these motherfuckers alive right yeah i saw him like i saw him get life and i, I know people were like good because you know the death penalty is really wrong and we should and i was like eh, <laughs> right i mean so, I, uh, I i could deal with him dying it's okay uh, our tax dollars gonna go and pay to keep this motherfucker alive for the rest of his life, so we can think about. So we, we're basically gonna put this motherfucker in timeout. Timeout, right, right. So he can think about what he did, right. Man, man, please, if you don't take this dude out the back, put a bullet in his head, we know he did it. There, there, if this, 
for the ones where we know they did it, like this is not like circumstantial because there's way too many, way too many people, black, white, whatever, who are on death row on circumstantial evidence, which I think is absurd. Mm-hmm. We can all agree on that. But the new guy motherfuckers are just like, yeah, I did that shit. Yeah. Like that yeah. motherfucker needs to die. Like I don't, I don't see what your problem is there. Like we don't need to. I'm like, we don't need to waste years and hoping that they get better. And it's even they understand. Nah, man. And it's even worse with Salon because you know Salon's only doing it because she's a white woman, right? Oh yeah, like they, that's my problem. Yeah, where are all the where's all the rallying behind Michelle Obama? Where's all the rallying behind Serena Williams? Where's you know when 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 Megyn Kelly is taken down? uh feminist and feminist causes and saying that the black girl in mckinney that got slammed into the pavement by the cop was no angel right but you want those people support right like why do, why is the responsibility then fall upon all feminists to rally around her like when fuck like i said when when spider-man protects kingpin from fucking mm-hmm. dr octopus because he's like oh no i can't let him kill you because that'll make me bad i'm like nah fuck that shit Right, like, let them niggas fight it out. I ain't got nothing to do with me or Aunt May. Part of it, I think, <laughs> also, you know, it comes back to that liberal white racism thing is they actually identify and see themselves and make a Kelly in some way. Yeah, maybe not, mm-hmm. maybe not in, you know, political terms, but they see themselves in her. Because right. here's, let's be real. Some of these same sites and some of the same writers will talk shit, even though as liberal they are, talk shit about how, well, Beyonce's not a real feminist, or right. they'll mm-hmm. get mad at a Rihanna video, or yep. they'll get, you know, shit, you know, let's just go into, you know, when they're talking about trans women. It's like, so these sites here, they're already iffy, and to me, it's not really, they're not really doing it for the cause. Mm-mm. They're doing it because they can look in the mirror and they can see Megan Kelly looking back right. at Right. They can say, that, that might be me. I might fuck up one day and I need right. that support. Yeah, you don't mind disabling and just trying to break down the activism of black lives matter women but at the same time you're gonna try to put megan kelly on a pedestal mm-hmm. like that ain't feminism dog that you know at least not none that i recognize it's feminism with an with an asterisk on it yo it's yeah that like, white that white shit mm-hmm. uh anyway man fuck megan kelly and um <laughs> i'm not defending her at all because if 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 it was any other it's it's the Scarlett Johansson effect where if it was any other woman, y'all actually wouldn't care. Right. But y'all care, but that's y'all, no, that's y'all boo, that's y'all fave, cause that's her thing is like, she's the one Fox anchor that goes off on feminist tangents like every once mm-hmm. in a while and whenever it suits her. So if it's like, hey, pay maternity leave. I just had a baby and I'm for this now. You're like, get the fuck out of here. You've been arguing against the shit when it wasn't you. Right. You've been fighting, you've been arguing against women getting the same equal right pay as men and shit. Right. Like until, that. until it's you. Then right. it's like, well, hold up. Now I'm in a position where I get paid less than my co-host. I do think that that's a thing. But then if I'm like, okay, cool. Well, what about, uh, you know, the right to choose or some shit? Then all of a sudden it's like, well, I mean, they don't really affect me. So fuck them motherfuckers. Feminists need to toughen up. Okay. They're the problem. Um, i thought this story was funny uh chris is a man who uh uh practices uh some mixed martial arts um being a restaurant owner is tough even tougher when your restaurant has been broken into five times in the past year according to the edinburgh evening news scottish restauranter roizen laurenti uh has had to deal with just that last week her restaurant be a bistro 
was broken into for the fifth time the thieves smashed the glass window on the front door but did not manage to take any cash now Laurenti is fighting back over the past year Laurenti has had to deal with more than three thousand dollars in damage to protect herself the 36 year old chef says she is now taking kung fu classes uh she tells the paper is just sad nobody thinks this will happen when you open up the restaurant the police have been so good but they just say they're so restricted there's not much they can do it's been i've been through this process so many times it takes ages nor martial arts martial arts when you're on a restaurant can come in handy in 2013 the chicago restaurant owner jason chan chased and knocked out a man who stole a customer's iphone at his restaurant damn that dude was just he was just itching to use his shit (laughs) he didn't even have to do all that it wasn't even his phone nope uh he's also a former uh bouncer and practitioner of shidokan martial arts and delivered a kick to the face that rendered the thief unconscious god damn yo dog what is that like when you break into that place do you have to register your hands and your feet (laughs) yeah yo like well see like that dude was a bouncer before so i get him the other owner though like that could that could end badly, yo. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah, man. Like that that whole I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it for a year and to defend. Like that's cool and all, but if people are breaking into your place, like you better call the cops. Yes, you better. <laughs> yeah, I, I can already imagine what shopping there is gonna sound like when you are uh, let's go to this next Chinese Muslim joint. You get some shrimp fried rice and make salad at the same time. I cool. I cool. <laughs> you are not alone. I Hey yo, hey yo, Chang Wang, what's up? I'll be right out. Yo, can we use an eight, man? Right. Right, one second. Okay then. Fine. Your no. order. Alright, let me get um let me get two of them beef fried rice over here. <laughs> you get a half a chicken wing. Don't put that little that little retarded leg in it, cause right. c- cut that off. Okay. Yeah. Then. Don't put no onions in my in my white rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, need, I need four chicken wings fried hard and shit. What's this? Man, I'm not finished. Hold on. What's this? Oh, okay. This you at once. Okay. Then. Yo, you want beef? No, no. We want no, beef no, to no, eat. We ain't got no beef. I want four chicken wings fried Fine. hard, nigga. What the fuck are you talking? All right. About? I'll kick your monkey asses, my fucking self. <laughs> I open a whoa, restaurant yo, hold up, yo. in the middle of the hood and don't know what's going on. Nigga, I, I fucking represent. I fuck you the fuck up. I will nigga. avenge my brothers by representing and whooping your ass word at Spawn. Nigga, this ain't channel five, nigga. Okay, then. I must show you flying fist of Judah. You ain't gonna show me shit. That's right. I'm gonna show you these guys. You and you. Nigga, straight from Mortal Kombat. You're just talking. Obviously, the two of you are just bitch ass niggas. Nigga, well, let's do something. You talking this old what's bullshit. Up? So what's up? Okay, what's up, nigga? What's up, nigga? punk ass? All right. Yo, this is a Chinese fuck restaurant, fuck but like Burger nigga, King, have it your way. That's how that's gonna go. Uh, I've been wanting to play that skit since I first read that article. <laughs> 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 I've had that article for like three weeks. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> obviously the two of you are just bitch ass niggas <laughs> um donald trump says oh actually you know what let me say that for the next segment okay um, matter of fact put that there um here's a quick hit 
walmart trucker who hit tracy morgan was awake for 28 hours driving for 14 i believe that walmart tried to lie and be like no nigga he slept Mm-mm. i told y'all them man. records them records them records like people can trace that shit as someone who worked in the industry i told y'all man that hours of service is real it's uh mandatory in the law i knew they were gonna lose when i first saw that like when i was like yo that dude crashed driving for walmart and walmart tried to blame the other driver of the of the bus that morgan was on i was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how long was that dude up Right. because if he violated the hours of service which you know don't put it beyond walmart to do um if he violated the hours of service they're gonna lose and there's no way they can win right like the only thing they can do is put all their money into the case to try to like hold it up in court as long as possible mm-hmm. but they're gonna have to pay there's no way to win because you violated the law and you can't put it on just him because it's gonna come down to the whole company because it's on your it's in your vehicle <laughs> right so uh yeah man he had been driving uh for 14 of the 28 hours hadn't slept he was up for 28 driving 14 fuck you up for like a day and some change yep um yep i can believe that that's what they they, yep and it's walmart too so yep yep he missed obvious signs of them uh traffic slowing in front of him crashed right into the back he was speeding doing 65 and a 45 um so they settled out of court but uh that information came out so that's why they settled out of court because they was like we take this we know we're going to pay a lot more money i just hate that they tried to like slander tracy morgan's driver and shit right like you know a man died in that shit i know it's all just courtroom shit and that's what it's supposed to be but it was really disgusting to see walmart even try those tactics uh chick-fil-a manager and employee were arrested friday in pennsylvania after the pair allegedly attempted to fake a robbery of their own restaurant oh <laughs> why did the cow come in there or some shit what's happening here according to the reporter the store manager <laughs> what if they wrote the, the the robbery note in that broken english them cows <laughs> um <laughs> i want your moony <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. according to the reporter the store manager joseph scott Kalach called police uh at montgomery mall chick-fil-a he did this at a mall chick-fil-a nigga oh, oh come, come on, on man. man there's so many cameras and shit so he called him at 1 30 a.m claiming two robbers attacked him and forced him to give up the combination to the safe he should have said they were gay he should have that's what he would have got a, yo <laughs> what if got away with it. yo what if the manager and employee are gay and this mm. is their revenge ah! <laughs> on the scene Kalash made a written statement confirming his story but caved under further questioning the would-be criminal mastermind revealed that he and fellow employee michael frederick birch stester oh uh, i feel bad for that dude because he didn't snitch at all <laughs> you know what i mean now uh they can't they came up they got away with twenty eight hundred dollars but, ret- but they returned to the scene after police called his phone partners in crime were arrested on counts of third degree felony theft and third degree misdemeanor to make a false report uh so yeah man that's that's crazy why would just oh man you know what I, I realize i watch a lot of these shows on id man you realize how dumb these criminals are man they are really fucking dumb yeah my favorite uh my favorite uh show to watch is uh still uh snapped and oh, mm-hmm. uh like deadly affairs and shit like that yes but uh yeah man that like some of the ways that people get caught on those shows you just 
like it's this is why i don't want my wife watching it because it's like they get <laughs> caught doing something so stupid that they just clearly didn't think about that would be me that's why i don't commit crimes. like there was one girl that tried to frame a dude that she had an affair with and he or no did he have an affair with maybe maybe they had an affair and he cut it off or she wanted him to have an affair with her and he wouldn't so she tried to frame him for rape but she forgot to turn her phone off <laughs> so like the phone got everything you know because the phone tells where you were and all this shit so like she was like yeah he raped me in charlotte north carolina and it's like you were in raleigh and you never left you made phone calls to this person this person and that person they said they talked to you on the phone it's obvious that you're setting this up you know my, so yeah just shit like that my, my favorite is always when they kill something they kill a loved one and they want to collect the insurance so when they get told the person's dead they're like yeah, well, uh, when can I collect that insurance money? It's like, motherfucker, you don't say that right away. Right. That makes you, like, are you... When you're at the insurance meeting for your dude that works at Kroger and makes seven fifteen an hour, and you, like, want to take out $7 million insurance. <laughs> right. And then you're like, like... Man, he's not even worth that much. And you're like, what about in cases of, like, if he got shot in the head while laying on the couch? Dude, there was this one where dude killed his parents. He shows up to the house with the, where the, um... So he drive. He he kills his parents. He goes away. Then he he drives back to the house with his sister, and the cops are there, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out what's going on. He knows obviously because he killed his parents. He runs and he's like, "I'm going. I got to find the will." What? Like, wow. Why would you? But dude, like, first of all, even if you need the will, they're dead. You can get it later. Two, you just put yourself at the top of the suspect list now. Yes, you right. did. Your parents are dead, and you're asking for the goddamn will. There was a dude on one of those shows, like City Confidential, whose wife ended up dead. This nigga had bought a Hitman book off, <laughs> off, off, off of, like, Amazon. Oh, two-day two free delivery. And it was, like, yeah, it was before Amazon Prime, but he had bought a Hitman book and, like, how to do the perfect murder and it was just all the shit that from the book. They were just like, yeah, you obviously did this. Ah! Motherfuckers, motherfuckers don't clear their browser history, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yo, they literally look up how to poison my wife. Huh? They'll Google. No, I'm serious. Yes. They will Google that shit. Wow. On their computer and then refuse to. Like, if you're going to do that, go to a public. Go to a library. Go use somebody else's computer. Don't do it from your own goddamn computer. Fucking use your use your phone browser right because people might not even check that but you're gonna google how to kill your wife yeah how long can a baby last in a hot car yeah right like <laughs> um send right like okay you thought that was a smart thing anyway where to buy cyanide right <laughs> how to dispose of oh my oh my favorite also speaking of dumbass ways that people get caught the guy who gets on um, walmart surveillance video with a shovel <laughs> uh some duct tape a tub of a tub of acid you know those guys and gloves yeah those are my favorite yeah it's like so if you were planning to do this why didn't you plan like why didn't you buy like one piece every like month or some shit yeah they never found the body but i mean come on and and it's always and it's it's (laughs) never at a regular hour it's always like 2 a.m yeah it's it's always like a walmart like he's from like that dude will be from tennessee but it'll be like Walmart in West Virginia, right outside where his ex-wife lives. <laughs> like, no, what the fuck? Like, what were you even doing up there? Right. God damn. I saw one where a dude had he uh, friended a, fr- a dude on Xbox Live, 
then he had the and it was a young kid like fresh out the military or some shit they played call of duty together and the dude was older like 40 and he had left his baby mom and her uh and the baby behind uh and so uh there was still a lot of animosity there and shit so he wanted to kill her and take the baby this nigga had the xbox live dude come to his house and pretend to be him like like he was like i need you to so i can have an alibi we're gonna turn our phones off which how does that not look suspicious right your wife goes missing and for two days your phone just turned off okay so you're smart the smart thing to do is leave your phone home just leave it at home yeah switch phones with him yeah that would have been smart so then you know these are the reasons i don't care watching this stuff right (laughs) because that was my that was my first thought was like well just switch phones and then you don't have any phone evidence so (laughs) he uh takes the phone uh i mean he turns his phone off the other dude turns his phone off they switch places he tells the dude to pack like a pillow in this to look like an extra stomach you know like a little fatter he tells him to wear a hoodie he shows him where all the cameras are in his apartment complex and all this shit and in the parking lot so he can avoid the cameras um and then he even had and the first time they tried it it didn't go through like something happened and he chickened out so they the, the it didn't happen the second time though you know they did it again and this time he did it but um the kid he had him go make a payment to like his therapist uh with a check and he was like just make sure that you keep your hoodie up and make sure that you you know don't look in the cameras and just stay far away from the secretary so she can't recognize you and uh they would have got away with it dog but um there was he was all on camera and he actually went to wendy's and bought something to eat <laughs> ah, i had to get them 99 cent chicken nuggets and of course and spicy chicken sandwich and of course because he was just an xbox nigga he snitched, <laughs> he snitched like shit Mm-hmm. as soon as the cops called him he was like i did it and he killed that motherfucker and i just was trying to help my friend uh i don't want to go to jail please i said your dick no, that that's the thing about this is why sometimes i have to stop watching these shows because like you you're watching them and you're just going that's stupid see what you really should have done was right. you start, you're like fuck i'm actually over here becoming a better criminal let me stop yeah did i just kill my wife in my head like <laughs> right. stop I don't want this knowledge in my brain, man. Right. I, I, just, I, just, I just randomly figured out how to be a, uh, an effective serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me start watching these shows. Right. This will, See, the problem is you put in the fridge, you put in the asses in the fridge. Right. Everybody knows you don't do that. You want to get a deep freezer. And that's why you got caught. You don't put in a pressure cooker. Um, all right. Um, so I, I thought this was interesting. Um, Black Lives Matter arrives on hillary clinton's doorstep oh of course i thought they only wanted to go out and burn it why y'all picking up bernie no she's a ex-first lady ex-secretary of state like senator right so she's gonna have secret services all around her like you ain't gonna just go walk up on her but uh they did arrive on her doorstep though they met with the democratic uh presidential candidate hillary clinton after they were denied entry to her scheduled campaign event in new hampshire which they had planned to disrupt wait yeah. so she met she ended up meeting with them yeah yeah see the thing oh, is March. um she's um what i like to call a politician 
right mm. and much more calculating and better at this shit right she knew they was coming she was like one day they're gonna come when they come i'm gonna talk to their asses because i don't want keep keep in mind i say this with no judgment of bernie sanders as, as a man right but if you're talking about running a campaign hillary been running a campaign for damn near shit since bill was in office is right so for her she's just treating this like any other campaign issue mm-hmm. uh which is trying to get out in front of it and be strategic that's really right. all she wants to do and- she, she doesn't want that horrible optics of being booed off the stage or being uh you know or walking away or leaving her own event or her event getting shut down so she's like how can i avoid that shit and how can i appease these people without you know making myself look bad here's the thing like i've already said that Hillary got to do a lot, a lot more than a lot of other um, nominees to earn my vote because of the shit she did during mm-hmm. the 2007-2008 right. campaign. Mm-hmm. Having said that, though, she's not like Hillary Clinton underestimated the machine that was Barack, that Barack Obama had built. Right, and so she was not prepared to actually run a campaign like that. So, telling the truth, her losing to Obama has made her better because now she's not making those same mistakes anymore. No, she ain't. She's smart. Like, she, they knew, I I saw it go down on Twitter. They realized that they were going to be a disruption. They kind of kept them out. But then what did she do? She meets with them afterwards so that you get the best of both worlds. You you don't, you you don't get the disruption, but then you meet with them afterwards so that you don't pull a Bernie Sanders. That's all that Bernie Sanders had to fucking do. But, and I've been saying this, as good as Bernie Sanders is, I think he's a terrible presidential nominee. Mm-hmm. I think he is. Like, he thinks, and a lot of his supporters think, that having a good political record is enough. Newsflash. It's never been enough in America. Mm-hmm. Like, it's enough to you, and maybe it's enough to our, uh, the people that listen to your show, my show, stuff like that, because we're educated. You know? And, we're, we're, and, and I, I don't mean just like, Academically, I mean, we're, we're educated on the issues. That is not the majority of this country. Right. The majority of this country has no idea who Bernie Sanders is. Mm-hmm. That's why you run a campaign to introduce yourself to everyone. He's doing a terrible job of that. Mm-hmm. And his supporters are not helping. No, they're you know? not. I know they think they are. But, but they're right. not. I mean, let's be honest here. You know, Barack Obama had to work hard to get the vote of everyone, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And him being black helped him get that black vote from Hillary Clinton. If not for Barack Obama being black and, and running that and being in that campaign, Hillary Clinton would have the black vote just because of her off the train for her husband. Right. Yeah, we might know that, you know, hey, Bill Clinton's policies are not that great, but right. listen. I remember when um, my mom, when we were when we were going to vote here in Maryland for the primaries, and it was between Hillary and, 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 and Obama. I'm driving down to vote, and my mom asked me, hey, who are you voting for? And I told her, hey, I'm voting for Obama. So, yeah, I am too. And I was like, that's weird because I thought you had voted kind of conservative before. And her reason for not voting for Hillary were she thought Hillary was for, that, for, for gay marriage. And I'm like, well, kind of Barack Obama is too, but okay. Mm. And she didn't believe that a woman could run the country. Mm-hmm. And this is a black woman saying this. Right. A lot of people believe that, which is sad. Right. And, and it's sad. Those are the kind of voters that Bernie Sanders doesn't seem to understand. Right. Like, 
just because they're black doesn't mean they're progressive liberals. Right. Like, you Correct. still have to earn that vote. A lot of people will just go – a lot of people in America will just go with the flow. Or not only that, but a lot of us will vote for the winner. Nobody wants to vote for a loser, and Bernie, you're kind of looking like a loser right now. Nobody's going to vote for you. Well, the other thing, too, with uh, even with President Obama, when he was candidate Obama, he wrestled he wrestled that vote away from Hillary. Like, yeah, it wasn't like some slow process. It was, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, some quick process. It was like, a long process. Hey, y'all, I'm black. I remember first seeing him and being like, huh, "That's funny. This brother thing he can win. That's good. Yeah, we all did. Good, mm-hmm. good for him. You know what I mean? Like, I guess he's gonna try to ride that one speech at the DNC." Mm-hmm. All the way to the White House. We'll see how this goes. Glad we got a brother up on the dais, but on the dais. But every single person thought he was kind of the token brother at the time. And then as he turned out to be just a, a superior candidate, honestly, mm-hmm. like that's actually what the Republican debates keep reminding me of: how much better Barack Obama is at debating mm-hmm. than everybody else. Right? Like people, like the biggest complaint you can have about Barack Obama is that he thinks before he answers. <laughs> and that's like, not a bad thing right right that's your biggest complaint mm-hmm. and and meanwhile while he's thinking he's actually saying numbers and shit as opposed <laughs> to plenty of like like the debates are so funny to me because like when i watch a gop debate it's like well what do you plan on doing about the growing national debt and uh you know and and our wars that we are currently in well you know when i get there I'm just going to talk to these nations. I'm going to set it straight. And I'm going to say, listen, we need to negotiate from a position of power. Waka, waka, not, waka. Say what, Karen? I said, waka, waka, waka. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to, we're not going to do what this president did. And then it's like, pre, like when Obama was running, he would be like, uh, well, first of all, uh, 47% of our current <laughs> national debt is in military spending. Now what I'm going to do about that is uh get us out. We've been we've been fighting in Afghanistan for four years now, and he's like, and then he'll like, and his numbers and his percentages and this, like, and and then people go, he's too professorial. I'm like, or, or are you too stupid? <laughs> oh. that, that was a, that was a big like I, again, man. It's just funny seeing people give give Bernie this 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 pass, and I'm like. Yo, do you guys remember how they treated Barack Obama? It right. Was, he he didn't really win debates because he was too smart. Right. And people were going, well, he seemed unsure of himself because he thought before the answer and he gave a smart response. And it, I, it's just too academic. And I don't think people, that, the, the everyday Americans, going to understand that. Like, that was the that was the problem with Barack Obama. <laughs> he right. tried too hard to make everybody understand and smart. So, right on, it's man. like right and now you just and, and that's the thing like it was it's never a cakewalk to become president that's just what it is you know um so hillary you know she's being tested too um so according to this the place we ended up arriving with her part with her in part was a personal discussion about what we think would work said julius jones founder of black lives matter chapter of worcester massachusetts and one of the activists who attended the meeting for her she was saying that the policies that they tried to implement in the 80s and 90s just didn't work and they had the unfortunate consequence of being enacted upon black and brown bodies more than anyone else the clinton campaign told the new republic that they are preparing a statement about today's meeting clinton according to jones 
felt as if the system would be more easily changed structurally through policy change rather than tackling anti-blackness and white people through widespread cultural change she said that she didn't feel you were going to be able to change hearts and that you can change systems and then maybe you can change hearts um yeah i agree with that actually yeah uh because that's that's kind of affirmative action thing where people are like they hate affirmative action but that's actually what helped black progress in this country right jones and the rest of the group contended that it was the racism embedded in the policies that need to be addressed as well i agree with that too she was not willing to concede that the inherent anti-blackness in policies that were enacted to address problems is the cause of the problems we have today she didn't concede that jones said well sound like she's gonna get interrupted again Mm-hmm. uh led by black lives matter boston founder uh i hope i'm right, pronouncing this right donasia yancey or duanasia yancey i hope i got it right sorry if i didn't ma'am the activist went to the event with the intention of, of staging a protest similar to the disruption at netroots uh featuring two democratic hopefuls martin o'malley and senator bernie sanders by the way martin o'malley gets forgotten in all this shit but he had probably the best response to being heckled yes he did and driven off stage uh and he came up with a comprehensive criminal justice reform policy immediately here's the thing that i it just it i've I've been having to uh uh, hide the post from people right on facebook because they keep saying the same thing it this is not the way to do it. it doesn't work and i'm like answer me this one if you answer this one question then i will agree and say this is not the work this doesn't work when have we ever seen when there's not a black candidate in the race when have we ever seen in a democratic camp uh primary with all white candidates that they make the issues of the black community central to their platform never ever it's never happened so when you tell me this is not the way i have to call bullshit mm-hmm. because every single one of these like do you, do you realize that Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and and um uh, and Martin O'Malley would more than likely would would love to be talking about other shit? Yep, they really would. They would love to be. They would love to be sitting back right now, resting, watching the 17, 17 GOP candidates seventeen tear each other apart. Yeah, they would. They would love to sit back and, and just chill and just go. I'm the alternative to that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But. They're not allowed to do that right now. They're they're having to scramble to adjust to to black issues, and we're not going to go. You cannot tell me that this doesn't work. Yeah, I don't want to. Like everybody that says it, it doesn't work and to be polite are just the same liberals that Martin Luther King was talking about when he was in jail. Like it's just the right. same. It's the same people. Like yeah, you don't want to be interrupted because you actually don't care like and now if and being interrupted forces you to care and it forces your candidate to have to talk about this shit because they weren't going to talk about it in the way that we want it talked about without mm-hmm. being interrupted keep in mind the matter of fact let me just go on this tangent now black lives matter is the most brilliant constituency involved in any of these campaigns right now mm-hmm. and they have shifted and moved the media narrative to one issue mm-hmm. and how dare anybody uh come for them or try to say that they did anything wrong or try to say that they're ignorant or not smart or don't know bernie's record first of all they should be bernie should be thanking them shit uh he put they pushed him to uh 
to to a guy who who really didn't have a chance to lead new hampshire right now mm-hmm. he wouldn't be leading new hampshire without them like without that push um and and having you know uh like having that momentum i listened to his speech the other day and the applause lines that he got for talking about racism uh, unheard of compared to what he, what would have happened before right. mm-hmm. like it racism went from a thing where it was like yeah 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 bernie but talk about economics too yes like white liberals everybody clapping because not just because he gets it white liberals are obviously clapping because they're like finally hopefully this is over yeah but they want to they shut him up but but white people don't realize we'll take that that's mm-hmm. real we like we we already know that's what we should be expecting like we're not really expecting you to genuinely care but what we are expecting is for you to be like thank god he listened so that i can move on to just the shit i want to talk about Mm -hmm. i'm okay with that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh hillary clinton getting this work all part of the plan Mm -hmm. so uh actually uh dominique hazard on facebook i shared her post on my page because people keep questioning the strategy of black lives matter and it's really it's really sad to see people do this Mm -hmm. because the the actual information could not be more readily available it's right there in front of you people lazy yeah you just don't want to know you want to call them ignorant you want to say that they don't know anything about bernie sanders you want to say a bunch of stuff about how they don't have a strategy and just yelling doesn't help you want to say that shit because you don't want to know the truth you know what you know what it is remember how we always talk about how it's those um the blurs always say marvel doesn't care about diversity that's what bernie sanders fans are right now right like you're you're like well no well here are the facts here here here, let me lay it out for you and you try to have a Hmm. and then they go well no 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 no! i still don't believe it well, wait a minute this is accomplished i just showed you what it accomplished how do you still deny what's in front of you yeah you breaking up chris that's when you realize you're like oh you don't really care oh sorry can you hear me now yeah yeah you sound fine now okay cool sorry about that uh, i think the mic moved away from me but um yeah it's it, they they kind of just now they're they you realize they don't care right you you you, you you're 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 stuck you have a narrative and your narrative is black lives matters is some loud disruptive people who are uneducated and don't know enough because they're only really only because they're attacking your candidate Mm -hmm. because to me it doesn't make sense if you're saying that that's not the strategy like you can't do this you can't say disruption isn't the strategy then go well why aren't you doing it to hillary or why aren't you doing it to the gop wait a minute so is it the strategy or not is it a good strategy or not like it sounds like to me you're just mad because it's happening to your candidate Exactly. Also, to, to kind of piggyback on what you said before, what other movement have we seen this young that has had this kind of effect for this long that's gotten to the point where it's the center of, like, the center of the Democratic campaign? Cole, Cole Pink couldn't even do this. No, they can't. Like, they And honestly, a lot of these white liberals are mad because they didn't go through the quote-unquote proper channels. And they went in and they got their they got our issues heard right mm-hmm. you know and and for people saying like well, why don't they do it to other people why don't you sit back and wait because if you've been listening they've been telling you they're going to do it to other people right every at the first interruption which was not just of barry sanders but of net roots mm-hmm. and of and of o'malley as well but people just keep because they're so concerned with barry sanders this fragile little white man like he's somehow just too delicate to be questioned and mind you, he's the one that handles the worst. Right. And keep in mind, he's supposed to be the guy that knows this shit the best, right? Mm-hmm. He's supposed to know his, good, his way around a good protest. Apparently, he doesn't. Not when it's happening to him. 
but um what was so funny is they want to make it so bernie centric but in the first single the first time that they got interrupted the i think it was patrice colors that was like every candidate will be called to account for this mm-hmm. so now you just need to shut the fuck up sit back and wait because it's gonna happen to them all um mm-hmm. anyway dominique has it basically goes on and says you know i don't want to read the whole thing because well you know what fuck it you earned it lady right also are anybody talking about i love the way they talk by the way <laughs> like do you know the operation for the confront hillary clinton was called operation hashtag hold up hillary yeah <laughs> god damn i love these women uh also anybody talking about well why are they singling out bernie sanders all the other candidates are worse this isn't strategic girl you missed it being strategic <laughs> is not about looking cute to people on the internet it's not about how many random people agree with you with what you did it's not about whether your target likes you right afterwards being strategic isn't about is about getting results did old girls get results or nah spoiler alert they did if you want to be strategic you target the people with power who are in your sphere of influence who can actually be persuaded to give you what you want a lot of the time not all of the time but often those people are your allies allies who are close to getting it right but not quite there bernie burn is not there yet last (laughs) last time he got interrupted it was uh disruptors wanted to talk about the criminalization of black women he centered his action his answer on unemployment mere days after sandra bland died on her way to a new job less strategic interrupting mike huckabee uh, mike huckabee rally demanding that he talk about why black lives matter why because no matter how many people get up on stage and interrupt him mike huckabee will never be okay okay i'm listening and then release a platform about ending private prisons preschool suspension military militarized police and voter suppression never in fact your action might backfire cause huckabee mike huckabee to double down and racist to respect him even more rewarding him with more votes so mm-hmm. but they too ignorant right they don't know they don't understand that's exactly what would have happened you not know? only that but I, again i keep asking you want you want these mostly black women going pretty much unprotected into gop strongholds to protest when we know how 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 those races feel let's and be they, honest those races they would never get in the door some some of some of them are proudly open carry and stuff like that so right. you're, you're asking you're asking these protesters who are and it's really when i i hate this when when it's mostly black people asking well this doesn't matter there's these black women who are who are out there marching and protesting for your rights mm-hmm. right to Chris. put themselves in the line for shit you're not going to do like there's nothing more i hate then when I'm on Twitter and I see or I'm on Facebook and I see people who I know are doing the same thing I'm doing, which is sitting at home on your fucking couch, doing nothing, criticizing people who are actually in the streets, getting arrested, getting you know, shot at. Uh, uh, getting all the, uh, you know, getting getting slurs thrown at them, putting their lives on the line, getting hit with tear gas, getting hit with rubber bullets. You're questioning what the fuck they're doing. You're doing, dude, you guys, you guys shut the fuck up right you guys shut the fuck up you guys sit back with me because we're not I, I i i am not in a position to criticize anybody because i ain't doing that shit you know i'm not trying to get arrested i'm not putting myself on the line i have no right to say anything but other than hey yo do what you gotta fucking do right and they're doing it for you you know right. what i mean like who the fuck like someone was on my page like i just you know wish they would do this i was like did you go look up any of this did dude, you read it? Well, I just wish they were catching the other candidates. What well, did you read that they're going to? Dude, these black women need to hit people with that um, 
Jack Nicholson's speech from A Few Good Men. Right. And just say, I just want you to say thank you. <laughs> Good yeah. job. Go, that, that's what they need to hit him with. You want like, me on that wall, you need me on that wall. Right, yo. You can't, you, you can't be doing this, man. You can't be questioning what the fuck they're doing because you're not trying to be out there. Yeah, you know, you know what, you know what else too? Like, um, it's so funny because if you just look up the, like any information about them, they answer the questions. Right. Like these right women are extremely accessible. This is not, this isn't like, you know, like the thing that is amazing and the reason I call these women brilliant and these people brilliant in this movement, they are doing this with no PAC money, no lobbyist group just the pure will of grassroots determination to be heard right because they tired of people dying they're, what they're doing unfortunately is going to be copied from here on out like right it's going to set a standard like, fucked up people are going to start using the strategy right and it is what it is you know what i'm saying but that, like don't don't like when the tea party does this next year to some candidates watch see how mm-hmm. people react to it then because they have moved the needle on what you can do and how you can confront this shit. The, the thing, and, and I agree with you on that. The thing that I think that is going to be interesting, and I think that people are going to going to realize is the reason why Black Lives Matter is so effective is also because we're fed the fuck up. Right. Yeah, what you like, going like, What you going to do? Kill us? Yeah, I mean, like you know, the Tea that. Party. The Tea Party was fed fed up over like. You know, you know, I voted for Republicans, and they, they, you know, they didn't do what I wanted to do. Like they were fed over kind of stupid shit. Right. You know, shit that didn't make no fucking sense. We're fed up because tomorrow we could be a hashtag. Exactly. Like I, I said this on the show on Sunday. I, you know, my car's in the shop, so I didn't have a car on Saturday, so I walked to the store for something. It's a two mile walk. Not that it's actually a nice walk, but the entire time I'm kind of thinking in the back of my head, going, Yo, what if I end up having an encounter with a cop? Like, I have my ID on me, but, like, it's in my pocket. Should I have it in my hand? Because, like, if I go to my pocket, like, I have this conversation with myself as I'm walking to the store. And I shouldn't. You know, I got a nice job. I, you know, I'm, I don't have a criminal record, but I'm still having this conversation with myself. Like, so, and that's a, that's a conversation that almost every black person has now. Because we've seen, you know, black men and black women being stopped and killed for this kind of shit and we're fed up so like there's a legit like what the fuck do we have to lose feeling to this where i think with a lot of people who who protest before they're protesting but it's just kind of like kind of what you do mm-hmm. you know it's like oh well I'm, I'm i'm fed up but i'm not really fed up it's that no, occupy is that occupy protest yeah it's like i'm here for the summer like I, I said that the other day, I was like, yeah, you know, Occupy was just for a summer. Some people were like, it was longer than that. I'm like, yeah, but it was mainly for a summer. Right. You know, college kids, hippie college kids, white kids who were out for the summer and have shit else to do, got to camp out in, in Wall Street and, you know, protest for a while. But after, you know, when school started back up, most of them went away. Just what, it's just the truth. Right. Um, It's been a year, yo. And the, the protest, the, the, the movement's only gotten stronger. Why? Mm. Because people are still dying and we're still fed up. So we ain't got shit to lose. Mm-mm. This shit ain't going nowhere. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to continue, she says, um, if you want to be strategic, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. 
yeah more strategic interrupting a bernie sanders speech after months of critiquing his colorblindness and him ignoring black organizers why bernie sanders already is or at least thinks himself to be on your side but isn't it up but it, it but isn't it up to snuff bernie sanders is going to feel the pressure and you will likely get results bernie sanders might get embarrassed bernie sanders might huddle with his aides afterwards and say shit what do we need to do to get this right bernie sanders might release a racial justice platform the next day he might hire some black people to his campaign he might start reaching out to black organizers and listen to their voices he might learn some shit by golly he might even take his new knowledge back to the senate with him the possibilities are endless right now bernie sanders a senator is within young black organizers sphere of influence in a way he never has been before and will probably never be again he is vulnerable to our demands as someone who will be debating hillary clinton and can push her on positions he can give us something folks are taking advantage of that i call that strategic in Uh addition in addition i've been reading through some comments on the shares of this post and i got some more to add folks are asking what about hillary one some people like me actually like bernie sanders and want to vote for him for president but bernie the bernie that's been on display for months just won't do we need a better a better bernie and that's why we push number two sure hillary is a very strategic target in general not for this tactic because she's got the ill security but why would hillary feel the need to be a better advocate for ending structural racism and white supremacy when bernie sanders her more radical opponent can get away with a canceling meetings with black freedom movement organizers b explicitly stating that focus on his campaign is seniors and poor white people as if black folks and lives don't matter c deflecting questions about racism and turning them into answers about socioeconomic class at every turn d not publicly releasing a racial justice platform if i were her sure i sure wouldn't feel the need to out radical my radical opponent not at all i'm kind of disappointed you didn't play ethan in the back of that yo uh yeah i really probably should have been i'm sorry (laughs) i I feel like i let y'all down uh it's 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 i mean like uh, here the the thing that makes me so frustrated is i know she wrote all that shit and there's still somebody out there going well i still don't agree they don't even know anything about bernie he's already on their side they're not reading no they're not not reading you know what i mean like they just hear that black people won't go along for the get along and they're just like what does it take it's like well if you were read it telling you exactly what it would take Uh, and and you know what here's the thing man because i played that fucking young turk turks fucking clip uh clip when they fucking did um how they treated uh code pink yeah i heard Uh that yeah young turks more like jive turkeys yo that shit I, I when I, I found that shit like maybe a half hour before the show started and i was like oh i can't wait like this is a problem at this point it's not even a, really about bernie sanders anymore Mm-mm. it's about calling out the hypocrisy of white or non-black uh, uh liberals and progressives when it comes to this shit when black people do it all of a sudden we need to be controlled it's like oh the negroes are getting out of control now we got to put them back in their box it's just like what the fuck yeah when you when code pink is over here uh, uh interrupting and and, and disrupting the the, uh, the uh, president barack obama it's cool you can get with that you understand that but when we're talking about black lives matters oh wait no guys well bernie's on your side you guys can't really you know you you guys can't really talk to him like that you know he's he's he, he's for you how and i other thing too is listen and i've been saying this like i would love to vote for bernie my thing with bernie sanders is this how is he gonna get anything done that he says he's gonna get done mm-hmm. you're a liberal senator from fucking vermont you ain't never had you ain't never had to really make a tough vote you, you right 
You, all you got to do is go in the Senate and say, yo, I was the one senator that voted for that. I pushed for this. Like, that's a political that's, that's a political statement. <clears throat> I pushed for this knowing that nobody was going to vote for it. Right. Like, that's, that does nothing to help me. I'm not trying to get somebody in the, in the, in the White House who's going to go, hey, guys, I gave it the best shot I could, but, uh, you know, they didn't listen to me. I need a politician. Right. Obama was a politician. You know, when, when natural law said, oh, yeah, Obama was always for gay marriage. He just knew he couldn't come out there and say that right away. So he had to kind of wait and kind of wait for the the country to kind of move that direction and and strategically get the the public on his side. That's what you need. Well, you all know what's funny. President Obama has always said something that I think goes overlooked, but he's always said this. And I mean, even when he was a candidate, he said it was up to the people to push him to where they wanted him to be. Right. Because the left has always wanted him to be more left than he is. And he's always been like, okay, but you have to do the work to push me where you need me to be. Because I can't just get, I'm not going to get elected if I walk up in here with Lefty McLeftington as, you know, like as a main candidate against a Republican. I'm going to lose. But what I can do is take a central position and then you push me towards the left. And if we have enough capital, if we have enough will, we have enough votes, senators, congressmen, then we can get the things you want. Now, I can't do that without those things in place. So you're going to end up compromising some things because we don't have the ground, the the footing for that yet, right? So, like, if you want single-payer health care, I need me a Democratic majority. You know, Mm -hmm. I need a super majority at this point. I can't have any Democrats that are, like, blue dog Democrats or – democrats that like lieberman and shit like i need actual i need you to get on the ground and vote when it comes time to the midterms i need you guys to still get out and vote like you know and then the thing is in the last two years he still has been pushing things before by himself that he doesn't have any pressure to do mm-hmm. which obviously tells you where he's been leaning this entire fucking time like right he just could like at some point he's like all right i will try to do it myself but there's certain initiatives that will never get passed because we did not have his back like when right. democrats ran against him basically last time mm-hmm. how many how many immigration laws will never be passed how many <laughs> how much like immigration failing and i'm sorry i don't give a fuck who it offends but like when the texas democrat is running against the president mm-hmm. like what the fuck are you thinking yep like you, like you, you, like I can tell you what's gonna win there, but I can tell you what was gonna lose. That shit was gonna lose, and then you gonna turn around and be like, "It's his fault that immigration didn't get passed." Well, where is the pressure come, gonna come from? It's not gonna come from the Republican in Texas. You know what I mean? So it's shit like that where I'm just like, Bernie's gonna have to feel that too because guess what? Being president is much harder than being the candidate for president. And and that, and that's my problem with Bernie Sanders right now. Bernie Sanders is saying all the great stuff, but and he might even do great. I think the problem, I think where Hillary's going to kill him in the debate is, okay, yeah, you want to, she can hit, she can finally hit him with the 2 a.m. joint. Yeah. Because it's going to come up with Bernie, because Bernie, how are you going to do that? You march with him, okay, you have this plan, that's great, but it's more likely you're going to have a Republican Congress. Right. How do you, or even if it's not a Republican Congress, you're going to have a blue dog Democrat uh, Democrat Congress. I mean, shit, Chuck Schumer right now is not voting for the Iran deal. Right. Bernie Sanders, how do you get Chuck Schumer, a Democrat like Chuck Schumer, on your side? Right. When you've burned almost every fucking bridge in the in in the um 
in Congress in the Senate because you're not a Democrat in Senate. You're an independent. Right. How do you work with because that was a big thing with Hillary and, 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 and Obama in 2007, 2008. It was their whole how do you bridge the gap? How do you end the divisiveness in Washington? Are you going to are you going to have Republicans in your in your cabinet? Are you going to work with and how do you get independence? Uh, how are you going to how are you going to work with the Republicans? How are you going to do all that stuff? When you ask Bernie Sanders that question, how is he going to answer? The answer is he's not. He doesn't have an answer for that. And he needs to have an answer for that. And I want him to have an answer for that because his platform is great. Right. But I can have a great platform. And you ask me, Chris, how are you going to get that shit done? I don't fucking know. It's a great platform. He, he wrote a great platform. Hey, cool. How do you get any of it done? Right. And, I, and the thing is, he'll get more specific. <clears throat> as time goes on i'm assuming you know like sorry like all campaigns do you know like they get more specific as time goes on but we can't wait for that on black lives matter because he wasn't specific at all he wasn't even general it no, was, he just, was like economic let's talk about the economics quality. yeah let's talk about the economics and you're like no i'm saving your campaign right now for the record i don't think anyone in black lives matter and i don't think black people in general feel like a president can save us from racism Mm -mm. so don't even get it twisted like this is just the start of a lot of shit you know like but the point being a president can definitely stand in the way and they can definitely stand on the sidelines and what we found out about bernie hillary o'malley and all these people is that they are starting to understand you will not be able to sideline sit on this shit and then ride on it well and the great thing about this is i saw somebody say why are they doing the president, not other candidates. Well, first of all, other candidates, you don't, they're not national news. So right. other candidates are probably getting it too, but she starts to the top. Even Obama himself is starting to do more of this stuff. Because again, thir- lame duck Obama's been my, my best president of all oh, time. Oh man, he's, he's dumb. Yeah, he don't give a shit. Um, uh-huh. but, so him doing, him talking about this stuff is going to force other people to talk about it too. It's going to force, you know, forcing the hand of the presidential candidates to talk about this shit is going to force that the 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 smaller local candidates who are running for senate who are running for mayor running Mm -hmm. for governor they're gonna be forced to talk about it too because they're gonna all those candidates get try to get themselves tied to a presidential candidate so if presidential candidates are talking about black lives matters that means local candidates are going to talk about black lives matters too right because they're gonna they want to attach themselves to to a national platform right like so when people go there's no strategy here i'm like you're an idiot and then people, like, you know, the people that there. the people that kill me are like, well, he wants to focus on his economic policies because they're the most unifying of his policies. Why would being anti-racist not be unifying? <laughs> right. And why would I want to court that vote? Right. So now I want the people that are pro-economic equality but anti-racial equality. Fuck those motherfuckers! I don't want to vote in the same election they do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to vote for the same candidate they do. If that's what sinks your campaign, then you didn't never have a really can- a good campaign in the first place. Right. I don't want to vote. I don't want to vote along the same lines as the Piers Morgan fucking liberals. Exactly. Exactly. That's what you are. You are a Piers Morgan liberal. You're cool with it. You're cool with being progressive and liberal, and you're down with Black Lives Matters, and and until we tell you that you're not a good ally <laughs> and that you're you're actually wrong. Exactly. Then all of a sudden you turn into a, a dickhole. All right. So number three. This is what y'all's faulty logic sound like. Queer people. Hey, we have an issue with ignoring queer voices within our org. Insert progressive organization. 
we've expressed this problem to the leadership numerous times in numerous different ways and they've ignored us it's time to escalate tactics and call them out publicly at our annual meeting you that's so stupid and unstrategic why you why would you address issues that exist among your fellow progressives what you should really be doing is counter protesting the westboro baptist church they hate gays (laughs) (laughs) no 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 ending oppression starts at home it also i've also seen people asking what about congressmen and other levels of politicians organizers should be targeting them too one girl that's what the fuck we are doing young black people across the country are calling their elected officials to task every single day i know that's what we're doing here in washington dc what the fuck are you talking about number two goodbye please pick your red herring up off the floor and leave so yeah that was um um that was dominique hazard and uh yeah i shared that with my peeps and i hope people read that and uh you know i love the way that they talk the way that she typed that shit up and uh if you have a problem with the message um or the messenger that's on you right because nothing she said was wrong nothing she said was wrong and i like i always said that pushing bernie like this is what's brilliant about this right because i I've, i've been saying how it's brilliant here's what's brilliant about it and i you know if you're a bernie fan don't don't get offended by this but this is just what i believe bernie's not gonna win the candidacy okay (laughs) so um and there's no offense to him i'm not even saying i wouldn't vote for him in the primary i'm not even saying that um there's a pretty good chance i would vote for him in the primary but the chance but 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 Mm -hmm. hillary is probably gonna win the candidacy okay if she doesn't i'm fine with that too but i'm just letting you know hillary is untouchable okay Hillary has Secret Service. Uh, she she keeps a list of who can be at her events. Yes. She, like, Hillary is pretty much like Cersei up in that tower. Right. Right now. Where she's just like, nope, I don't talk to poor people. They don't talk to me. And the only way to bring Hillary to bear is to put pressure on all the candidates, especially her left-leaning candidates so that when they have a debate the question will be asked black lives matter was a question that would not have been asked three weeks ago in every debate that they have so they're only going to have six by the way in the six debates that they would have they would have been like yeah skip that question it's not important we ran out of time they do just like the republicans did right ask about black lives matter cut their commercial of uh straight out of compton yeah so Uh so so this is the way for a group with no money not, they're not a pack they're not a lobbyist group they don't have a they don't endorse candidates mm-hmm. this is a group that is pure pure for political will and fire and they are bringing it down to bear on these people and they're and these are and it's black women at the forefront you know it's Beautiful. black people it's white allies it's white accomplices it is it is a collective of people that have a singular cause and it is being heard in a way that has never been done before period not even the tea party could rival what's going on right now Mm-mm. like this is no funding straight up we will bum rush your shit and and they're gonna turn very they turn bernie sanders and O'Malley's campaign into straight up let's decriminalize black people platforms mm-hmm and hillary will follow suit 
and that is the chess move of all chess moves that is little finger game of thrones shit to get to the king because she's the only one that couldn't be gotten to right. hillary was prepared to just sit in her castle and cruise her way out of the motherfucking primaries into being the only candidate that was actually um viable now if anything they may have made Sanders a viable candidate. We'll find out. Right. And you're welcome for that. And you should be thanking them and stop talking to them and harassing them on Twitter and be like, thank God. Our candidate had no fucking shot before this. He was None. Getting, even right now, I think he might be getting 20% of the black vote. And Hillary's getting like 80. That's not even that high. It's like 90 to something. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and, 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 and like I said, and it was going to remain that way. Uh-huh now he might get some black votes because he's out here saying the right shit you know like i like no all jokes aside i got texted or maybe it was facebook or something anyway someone was like yo bernie just had black lives matter people like open for him in la or something mm-hmm. and i was like is that real mm-hmm. and they were like yo man you, you should really take a bow for some of this shit and i was like i really can't because i didn't get on any stages and shit but I almost cried a little bit, man. Like I got a little emotional. I was like, "Yo, maybe this, maybe democracy can work." Because uh-huh. it never crossed my mind before. I just assumed we're gonna keep getting killed. That's kind of the game that we're playing. This is it's a zero sum game. Like if we don't say shit, everyone's gonna shit on black people next year. By the way, including other black people, right? If we don't say anything, they'll go see this was wrong with black people y'all just get y'all vote away y'all don't even like what are our issues how come y'all don't never campaign about our shit but then if you say something like why didn't you say it the right way why couldn't you be quiet about it i mean couldn't you just like write a nice little note and slide it to him under the door like fuck that shit so i like seeing this shit work for me um seeing my issues be addressed is something i've never really seen before it's something i've never experienced before so yeah i'm proud of these women i could not be more supportive of them and uh and i'm thankful man because they they didn't have to do any of this shit like they could have just sat back and been the same way like everybody else like black people supposed to die when the cops come around and that's really all there is to it and presidential candidates are supposed to not care right and i've said it before and i said it again you never should have elected a nigga you got a nigga in office and he talk about nigga issues and brown people issues and we was like you will continue to talk about our issues we will not let let this shit die and the thing about it and roger said this we was eating cadobas or something like that and roger was saying that uh we're actually going through another civil rights and but it's a different type of civil rights but it's still a form of civil rights um, it's almost like history is repeating itself and people are very ignorant and unaware <coughs> of history repeating itself. You have black people demanding that they have rights. You have white people getting angry, throwing slurs, protesting, you know, and just being violent towards people. And to me, what a lot of white people fail to realize is that us not speaking up is not an option. See, you talking about the little bullshit problems that you have. You can go on about your day, get on your jet, get on your yacht, go to your class and keep it pushing. I don't have that option you know and what? I don't have you, that choice. You, you know what? It's not even get on a yacht. It's not even having a, a nice house. It's just you can be poor and white in this country and you still ain't got to worry about the cops killing you for no reason. Right. You know, I saw, I heard, I was listening to a podcast and it was a good show, but I was to a show today where a guy was like talking to some Bernie Sanders supporters. As one woman was like, well, you know, 
as a white person that lives in a poor neighborhood i mean we have to worry about the police just as much and we get scared of the police just as much as black people when they come around it's like no you don't it's not the same <laughs> no you don't you like you thinking that is kind of part of the problem right. you don't because statistically you have nothing to back that shit up like it's easy to say but you have zero shit to back that up we're not sitting around talking about the epidemic of white people being killed by the police because they were poor because trust me in america right nigga we would be talking about it because even if you're a poor white person somebody you know got something somebody you know has some influence somebody you know got some money that's why they don't shoot y'all on site like us because they know there's a good chance that they might have to hear about it you could be a senator's cousin i don't know what the fuck's happening right then not only that guess what you never fit the motherfucking description do you right so it's it's such bullshit like you know how many episodes of cops i gotta watch where y'all disrespect the cops and walk away unscathed Spitting like fuck that face, shit cuss them out yeah fuck that shit man um so so yeah until you really respect the problem you don't understand it so um anyway back to this uh thing about clinton asked whether clinton uh, actually proposed policies in the meeting jones said not that i recall no in fact i know that she didn't because she was projecting that what black lives matter movement needs to do is x y and z to which we push back to say that is not her place to tell black lives matter movement or black people what to do and that's the that the real work doesn't lie in the victim blaming that that implies and that was a rift in the conversation jones said and that the meeting concluded without any aggression and that the meeting was respectful mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yep she catching it too dog it's not a cakewalk for her and i'm glad they're challenging her but i never had any doubt that they would so right. I, like, it was always it was always an access thing yeah like I, I played a joint on like uh there were some like she's what the other thing too that people need to realize with the hillary stuff is she's such a good policy she suppresses stuff right. so she's been heckled before uh during this campaign not by black lives matter but other other people the one she went to florida that one time and they put they put the um i think it might have been like some um some hispanic like uh uh protesters they put them in a, a assembly area like a couple blocks away i mean yeah man it's like she's just running she's just a smart she's a bad like listen i'm not trying to shit on bernie and i'm not even saying this as necessarily a a badge of honor she is just a better politician than these people Mm -hmm. and you can take Mm -hmm. it however you want because it's not an insult if anything it's kind of like it's really just my cynical approach to hillary clinton in general which is that she is going to do what's best for her campaign that's it and so black lives matter had to make it so that the best thing for her campaign is to talk about black lives matter that's mm-hmm. just that's it it's a civil equation but you keep telling people they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they don't know who they're confronting and they don't know maybe you should sit the fuck up and learn people are telling you what you need to know man um and and like i said from this from reading this article that jamil smith wrote oh it ain't over oh no it ain't uh-huh. over by a long shot she don't get it either uh-huh. she still think that she need to teach people about what they need to do with black lives matter to figure this out okay you're gonna get this work mm-hmm. until which, by you way, get it. T- which by the way is still left over from her um campaign with um with uh uh, uh obama remember that shit yep she i forgot him, Boy, it's, well it's actually a president's job when she was talking about mlk and shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she, gonna, she, gonna, well, she, she hit gonna up that that uh hard-working american speech Mm-hmm. oh i have not forgotten a single fucking thing hillary's done we just ain't had a chance to talk about it because these bernie sander fans 
uh sanders fans have been jumping in everybody's mentions harassing them so that we don't get to talk about every candidate mm-hmm. o'malley got confronted too guys mm-hmm. and he and he hopped on it with the quickness which kind of shows his desperation but i don't give a fuck yeah Dude. yeah he was desperate as fuck he was desperate but. as shit he was like i ain't raised it all no more guys i learned my lesson <laughs> right <laughs> which, guess- by the way here's the thing man and this is the thing i think it, it goes um we don't talk about enough that it's about time that black people got pandered to it too. Right. You know, we, for so long, we haven't been pandered to like every other group gets pandered to. And people always talk about, well, you know, we only came together like other groups and we don't ever come together. Well, now we are. And now you got black people going, well, that's not enough. And you guys are doing it wrong. It's like, shut the fuck up. Right. Especially when you hit somebody with the, um, with O'Malley basically coming out there and being like, Toby, my name is mm-hmm. Toby. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I apologize. I love the blacks. Like, but, <laughs> but you know what his, you know what his stance ain't doing? Motherfucking bombarding everybody like crazy. Yeah. Donald, well, I don't think he has stance. He don't have but, stance. Uh, he don't have stance. Okay. My bad. But, Donald, but, but, but O'Malley, O'Malley be see out here going, he, he calling black people, yes, a boss. Right. Yes, yes, a boss. I, 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 I promise I won't, it won't happen again anyway man that matter of fact that's how fucking with black people i was gonna do oh yeah donald trump said uh mm-hmm. said that he wished black lives matter would take the mic from him listen man donald trump looked like he ain't never been a fight in his motherfucking life right mm-hmm. them women the, listen i'm not saying they should and i definitely don't want to see my black women up there having to fight nobody Mm-mm. but if they did nigga they would stomp that motherfucker like the yard Damn, they were stomping. Oh man, I almost want to see it. <laughs> he tried to go up there and it's put his hands on somebody. Would get the flying across the screen. I don't think it would happen. I don't think you know. Even if he did try to like put his hand on their shoulders, I don't think they would hit him or something. But if they did, oh god, yes. Whoo! I feel like Donald Trump, the dude that gets slapped and then makes out like a high pitched squeal. You know what I mean? Ah, like, <laughs> in a white glove because he never been hit before. He just get nope. hit and be like, oh. He uh, sue. He get. He's that dude that he would, get to talk all that shit. Sue, right. Knock the fuck out and then and then sue. Right, because you know he gonna try that like um angry white man talking to a dog type command shit. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, mm-hmm. no, you will not take the stage, young ladies. And then they just gonna be like, slap. Now what? Mm, that would be so good. Anyway, let's get the ball alert. Hey yo, I'm looking for a five star chick talking about. Right, just that's out of magazine. Hot and the F they fly and the juice box wet and a head some fly like. Gotti here go 12 bars. Gucci man got nine cars. We don't call him down no more. Oh, now we call him five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new M6. Pay a bill, pay a half, fix my even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super high. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug, your man is a shrug. See, she love me, now she love you not now. All my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call a Gucci girl and beat me. And you can have a five-star hotel, you can meet me. That's a five-star bitch. That's a five-star bitch. That's a five-star bitch. 
crystal hot, see the veil stay fly, you the juice box wet, and your head some fly, you a star star, bitch, you a five star, bitch. All right. Here are your choices, Chris. Number one, groupie tales. Thanks to Waka Flocka, I met young Joey. Best sex ever. Number two, woman claims Wale's got a small package and his bed is bad in bed. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> number three, Udonis Haslam pulls an all nighter. And uh, number four, baller mail, Titans Ricky, Dion Long was like the stove your mother told you not to touch. Oh, God. One problem, I have no idea who any of these people are, so I'll go with the last one. All right, let's do Titans Ricky, Dion Long. He's been on the, uh, been on the, the chart for a while. <laughs> we have not gotten to him before. Oh, wait, am I getting a page not found error? Uh-oh. Hold on. Oh, did some, oh, oh, shit. Damn, it's been so long they took him off. All right, hold on. Let me see if I can search for him. Oh, you know he out there. Come on. Are you serious, Baller Alert? Dion Long. Let me see if I oh I spelled his name wrong. Been drinking too much moonshine. Damn. Uh give me one second to search his name. You know, Ball Alert don't have the fastest uh browsing skip speed. Um Dion Long. Alright. And uh, I'll play some more music until we get to it. You a fast bitch. You a fast bitch. I need a fast bitch. I need a fast bitch. I need a fast bitch. I want a fast bitch. This your boy, yo, got it. I do great A shit. On a rich nigga walking. And this the remix. Yo, yo, they really took it down, man. Oh, shit. And now they still have some of the text here. Let me see how much it gets. Oh, it's a lot. So we we just won't get to the comments. Oh, okay. But so we can get all the text, okay? So, all right, I'm going to read it. But, guys, we're not going to have any comments. I'm sorry because they took it down. I don't know why they took it down. Uh seems kind of fucked up. That's a first for Ball Alert. <laughs> he must have got <laughs> his lawyers on the case or some shit. Dion was out here like, man, if y'all bitches don't get me off this site, <laughs> put my business on these streets. All right, here we go. We received a baller mail about newly drafted Tennessee Titan Dion Long from one of our readers called Lex Haley. She wears many hats, including an author. So, so though this baller mail is lengthy, it is a good read. It also comes with nudes. Who can be mad at nudes? Check it out below. Disclaimer, baller mails are submitted by our readers and are protected by federal statute 47 USC 230 baller <laughs> Cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. <laughs> I came to Dion because he invited me and i needed to feel something more than what my divorce had allowed me to feel oh shit he lured me in and he entrapped me mentally then he left we met twice and we were instantly attracted to each other i think he knew exactly what he was doing when he met me i think it was a game from the start he picked a doll and he then put it back on the shelf once he was done playing typical scenario typical act of a weak male ego ah the issue i'm not the typical woman the whole situation was wrong from the very beginning i knew it i knew getting close to dion was like getting close to the hot stove your mother told you not to touch but i wanted his heat his smoke and his fire oh lord what's happening here i wanted to touch it just so just to see how it felt even though i already knew i wanted to get burned Ah. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I don't know what lost, Chris. 
<laughs> I'm just as confused as you, sir. <laughs> Wait, we, we talking about burn? Like, like, SED burn? I don't, I don't know. I don't oh. know. I feel like I should be having... I think you should be, think you should be wearing a condom while you read this, yo. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you get some sexy music going in the background here. Um, she, so she knew she wanted to get burned. We had been involved since February. And it all started with meeting him at the combine. I saw him and I knew he'd seen me. He gave me this sly smile similar to a fox and he went about his play. Wait, and he went about his play. Okay, that is right. That we all, that was all I needed from him. A slick smile that would give me the green light on whatever else was next. I wanted him way before he told me his name. Honestly, he was fucking beautiful. He seemed like an easy ah, escape. Beautiful. He seemed like an easy escape from all the bullshit I had been feeling. Somehow when he met me, he perceived the same. He was young, slick, and light-skinned. His ego was mimicked ah. through the many tattoos that hid his beautiful skin. I played shy as he controlled every moment of us meeting. I preferred it that way. The only thing he asked me was my name, and then he requested my phone number, and we parted ways. He texted me after the combine, wanted to see me, wanted me in his life, feeding me all I wanted to hear. I listened to him, giving value to his words. I wanted to believe everything that wasn't real. I wanted to feed into this fantasy, my fantasy. I wanted to feel the burn. The fuck? <laughs> what was she doing at the combine? Right. Is she a scout? <laughs> I didn't even know groupies she's, she's could come. For some dick, yeah. Right, that's what I about to say. She's scouting that dick. Groupies can come to the combine. I didn't Apparently know this was so. a thing. They don't show that on yeah, NFL they Network. They're probably getting free. I watch NFL Network. They ain't never showed the groupie section. <laughs> no. Of the combine. So no, they're with the scouts. You think they all have notebooks like the scouts? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Number 88. 4. 52. 4.3540. Okay. Nah, that's they ain't right now. They're running jersey numbers down. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Six foot tall. All right we sent text messages for months we spent hours on facetime we were before we ever became ah do i need snap my fingers <laughs> <laughs> there was spurts of no communication and i blamed them on his gemini tendencies shrugs the last spurt was before the nfl draft and i excused it i couldn't imagine the unstable position his nerves were in so i found it best to just leave Dion alone that was supposed to be the end of Dion. I have no interest in chasing men, so I ended all communication on my end. Then he texted me after the draft. He said he missed me and was ready to get serious. I told him I appreciated what he was saying and that I needed visual proof of what he wanted. Every single thing about what we were doing seemed absolutely wrong, but I did not care. I wanted to get closer and closer to the fire. Ah, what is he writing? The sophomore novel? Our relationship was a fantasy that I wanted to burn in. It was too good to be true, but I had faith in believing it. By the way, all this burning imagery, doesn't it make you seem like she's the kind of girl that burns your clothes and shit when she leaves? Uh, yes, with the incense. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is crazy as all over this. He was so fucking sexy. Everything, his control, his indecisiveness, his ego all had the words messy written all over them. I guarantee you, indecisiveness was like, so what do you want to eat? But I wanted to roll around in his mess. Dion was picked up by the Tennessee Titans, making him only four hours away from me instead of the 10 hour distance that was between us previously. He had been consistent. 
he asked questions about me kept tabs on my day and he acted as if he wanted to be involved so i made the trip i missed him and i thought about dion often going to see him would end my time away from him i arrived in the morning and i waited until the evening to see him he'd been at practice all day and i had laid in the hotel bed waiting for him he etched out we etched out the details of what we what would happen when we saw each other through text making the move the moment even more exciting i showered i primed i got ready for he and all his energy to bust through the hotel door and erupt inside of me oh lord jesus christ she definitely cleaned the butthole that's what i'm saying that's what i got from there i wasn't expecting much from him sexually because through the course of our sexting i had dissected his news with a few of my closest friends only to determine that his dick was the same size erect as it was flaccid god damn it she got the ah! she got the dick csi on the case though right she got the dick detectors man <laughs> <laughs> ladies dick, we have a mission right dick csi mm-hmm <laughs> charlie's angels and shit <laughs> what are we looking what, what are we looking at here six to a half to seven now nah, girl that's more like six and three quarters um i had <laughs> i had dissected this news okay so yeah um it didn't matter because i wanted to feel him i wanted to feel anything that he was willing to give me just that contact and the power his energy gave he came through the door and i was sitting on the bed fiddling with my laptop he placed his huge Under Armour duffel bag on the floor and the styrofoam to-go box that contained his meal for practice on the other bed. God damn! What, what is with all this extra fucking ah! details? Can you get to the sex or what? <laughs> right, this is the part of the porn I fast forward through. Right, this, this is that porn you get on like Pornhub. You right. look at it, you're like, yeah. It's like you're, it's like ten minutes. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna get into this real quick. Then you realize this eight minutes of her just like you know getting interviewed yeah in an interview talking about shit you don't give a fuck about yeah i'm i'm barely legal i left home um i love to fuck yes i like it up the ass and you're like what the fuck is this i don't care man yeah, let's talk, get talk to about the- how much talk about how much her dad would hate it if he saw her doing this shit right. I, don't fuck about any of this. I don't either chris okay i'm glad i'm not the only one that passed up at the fucking talking get the fucking all right that's how you greet me when your baby walks in the room his low squeaky voice rumbled how you got a low squeaky voice what is that hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i got it it's, it's the mike tyson yo that's how you greet me i don't know <laughs> he rushed to the other full-size bed that had me sitting atop it oh they had twin they had double beds uh, no no maybe he was in the friend zone i don't know he took one hand and grabbed my neck the other was holding my face before his lips immersed with mine i had begun feeling it the burn i followed i followed every order Dion gave i sucked his lips his body and the life out of this moment i struggled for connect as he thrust with disconnect as he felt and felt i began feeling less and less then we stopped took a break and began again as i hoped to feel something more he held me down hey Rob, and, I think the sound went out oh it went out what yeah. hold on you, you? I, i'm up here you disappeared oh word in the chat yeah all right let me refresh sorry i know they want to feel the burn and uh <laughs> everybody <laughs> want to feel the burn today Yo, this, shit gotta, this shit gotta end with her going bernie sanders 
2016 vote yeah, for you, vote for the burn yeah. <laughs> all right let me close uh let me see if i can close in the next floor because that's what it just froze up on me for some reason <laughs> that shit couldn't handle the burn no it was too much burn that shit was like uh-uh <laughs> i set your internet on fire yo shriekass was like yo kill call me back when they actually get to, to fuck <laughs> i know it, it was they even want to forward past the bullshit yeah this is too hot for tv okay guys <laughs> no it's not enough <laughs> this is like this is like a extreme like this is like when this is like when when you when your first porno ever was like that like g-rated porn that soft porn yeah. right this is, this is soft porn right now yo that that skinamax porn where i used to watch and you used to have to uh, watch through the lines because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was scrambled <laughs> man both of uh now i almost recrashed the crash let me check the uh apps for i mean what do you call it uh where you check the programs the task manager let me check that no shit problem. real quick i'm still here so we still live they just can't okay. hear they just can't hear us yeah they probably mad as shit they probably think we still doing the show right you're right like this nigga i want to know what about that burn what, this, what this kind she, of burning did she set the place on fire at the she, end she catch herpes or not <laughs> right i have to know about this burn that she was feeling yeah apparently she been wanting to burn for a long time yeah, Firefox even froze. Uh, let's see, stop yeah, plugging. So I don't want, I don't want none of that burn. Oh, man. And if woman keep talking like that, uh, it's time, you better run. Yeah, man. I've never even mm-hmm. heard of this dude before. That's what's crazy, because I love football. But, uh, this nigga? Was he undrafted? I don't, nah, she said he got drafted. Yeah. He called after the draft and was like, hey, girl. Trying to get on some of this dick? What was he in the 55th round? Right, he probably was a late pick. I don't know. Well, no, Titans had early picks. Maybe it was late round or some shit. But you know they had 3,000 rounds in football. Yeah, I don't know why this shit is moving so slow. Um, Firefox is working, but then the plugin isn't working. Let me see if there's a... Okay, let me see if I can end this plugin container. And stop plugging. See if that works at all. Yeah, five hours like I am not gonna be user friendly today. And then that explorer don't even want to open back up. Yeah, man, Dion Long broke the show, dog. Ah <laughs> ah! Like I was, everything was going fine. She said the show on fire. How dare she? Uh, let me see if I can close the. Uh, she want everybody to feel the burn. I don't want to feel the burn, baby maybe it was the sexy jazz that put it over the top right the, the shit couldn't handle it <laughs> no um but uh okay oh i see there's a bunch of internet explorers open okay oh no wonder let's see if i can close all those processes um but yeah man that's like you can tell she's an author she did say she was an author to start the whole thing because she's trying hard hard like she want to be zane or whatever like she's trying to get all the details in there like we all gonna feel fucked at the end of this one like oh yeah i got some i came yeah we all think we'll get i'm feeling anybody feeling some burn in their genitals because right. <laughs> i'm feeling like i'm burning and uh i didn't even get none um yeah that's yeah for some reason there's an internet explorer open and my processes that just won't close. 
Oh shit. Yeah. Let's see. In process tree. Let's see if that works. Uh, but I think that's the problem because it's taking up a lot of memory. So whatever the fuck happened there. Shout out to uh Screecast for doing that to me. Yeah, I might have to save it and close it and open it back up real quick. Start my restart my computer. Might take about five minutes or so if this doesn't uh if this uh doesn't work. Cause it doesn't even seem like Firefox wants to come back up. And I just had that open. Let's see, is Firefox on here? Technology, man. Right, yeah, Fire- that's that shit happens to me all the time where all, all of a sudden the sound just goes out. Yeah, Firefox did open back up. Let me see if I can get Spreecast to come up in Firefox, maybe. Because I feel like that Internet Explorer being open is what's keeping Firefox from... Uh, oh, like they both can't run at the same time? Yeah, and I have no idea what that... why that Internet Ex- Explorer won't close. I was just opening the background like, mm-mm. Yeah, even when I hit close in process tree, it just won't close. Fuck. I told you, she she feeling the burn. She 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 burning everything down. <laughs> oh, great. All right, let me um, stop and save this real quick, and then I'm going to come right back, Chris. It, it might be five minutes. I just need to reset my computer. Yep, no problem. All right. Yeah, we had slight technical difficulties, but we are back, and yeah, we're still live. She, yeah, she gave us the burn, and the computer was like, too much uh, heat. Yeah, I need to get back to some sexy sexy jazz, so uh, let me see what we what we have here for our sexy jazz. We'll go to, uh, let's go to this one, okay. and uh, see where we were. Damn, um, that, that's actually an upgrade. Yeah, you guys are welcome, all right? That's um, upgraded the music. <laughs> oh, better than the porn we probably would have been watching. So uh let's see. She had already fucked him. He had that low squeaky voice. Mm-hmm. Uh as he felt, she felt. I think we said that. Um He kissed me sweetly on the lips. I grabbed a few things. Okay, so did we get to this part? He held me down, pinning me close to him, filling me up and draining everything from within. I labored in this feeling. I felt it all mentally and physically. What other way could she feel it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, she felt it all mentally and physically. No ma- no sooner than it began and ended, but it was all because it came from him. Oh, he kissed quick. sweetly on my lips and grabbed a few things from his bag and hopped in the shower. The water ran for a while because I began to feel the warmth from the steam slipping from my underneath the door. The door opened and he walked out, grabbed his phone from his charger in the wall, kissed me once more, and walked back into the shower. He went back into the shower with his phone? He just came out to get his phone? Why did she write that into the groupie tale that he came and got his phone and went back in the shower? He's gonna execute your ass. Right. I was floating. I was residing beyond cloud nine. His warmth had got hotter. He came out of the bathroom with a dry towel in tow and began to dry off his perfectly crafted body in front of me. He was listening to rich. He was listening to rich homie Quan. What the fuck? And asked if I liked his music all while he was drying off. We were discussing our likes and disliking music and he began making plans for our day after his practice the following day. I noticed him getting dressed. Not in the typical basketball short socks and beater type dress. He was getting fully dressed. Dion began putting on his unauthentic 
balmain joggers at t jordan's where are you going and i asked him he just replied that he needed to see his teammates so he left this is the this is the most anticlimactic shit ever yo right it's just like yada the sex yeah so detailed on everything else he's just like detailed on what shorts he wore Mm -hmm. or what he did the shower coming back and you know getting a towel but when it came to the sex, it's like it was. It, yeah, it was. It was I felt. Sex and I felt great. him, and he felt me feeling him, and I felt a burn. Mm, what the fuck? Anyway, his shoelace was untied <laughs> a little on the left. <laughs> I don't believe this story. Twenty minutes passed, then thirty and forty-five until I had eventually began waiting an hour. Something in my gut said he was not coming back, so I texted him. You are thought? You, you think? Are you sure you're coming back, babe? LOL. He replied, "Actually, I don't know if I am." I know it may seem like I'm a bad person, but I promise I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm glad I met you and you came to see me. It was good, but I'm not the guy for you. I'm sorry. I had you get on a bus and come here. A bus? God damn. A bus and come here, but I I can't string you along. We won't be together and there's no chance of that. You seem sweet and all, but I need something different. Maybe I'll see you if I'm back in India or something, but I may come back and see you tomorrow uh and the next day i just can't wait i just can't stay with you i had touched the heat and i had gotten burned i wanted to feel something and i did i wanted to play in the fire and inhale the smoke i knew this would happen i was told of this outcome way before it occurred i still wanted to feel it anyway the scary thing about it all dion has a son a son that is dion in every detail they have the same name they look just alike they act alike and without a doubt dion jr will grow up to be just like his father it's inevitable his father is an nfl star who made it and for that he will be idolized by his son and so many young men around him him. Dion is going to teach his son the same maneuvers he played with me and thus the cycle of men who treat women like shit will continue oh we know more about the son than we do about the fucking i could have very well kept this to myself like a good little girl but that's not my style i could have kept all these memories feelings and photos to myself i could have easily not been that girl but Dion should have never been that guy the difference in him screwing me over and the women that were in this position before me is that i have a platform and in the wake of ray rice's domestic violence charge being dropped my platform wait wait, wait. <laughs> yo she is a bitter a bitter vigilante now oh my god she turned yo he hit her he had sex with her and turned her into fucking lucy from fucking that fucking skirt <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. oh my god <laughs> Ray Rice's domestic violence charges being dropped. My platform is quite open to making an example of any and all men who see women as objects and not beings. I literally, I literally have to be that girl because I have a 13 year old sister who is just discovering her feelings and interest in boys. I have to be able to advise her and counsel through the many men that will come to see her for the sake of using her. I have to protect her from these men. I'll be damned if a Dion Jr. came along and taught my sister the same feelings Dion taught me. Yo, why did you, you don't try to, wait right don't try to hide behind feminism and shit (laughs) you bitter as fuck he did you dirty and you mad stop full story if calling d 
if calling Dion out and making an example of him and his behavior makes me that girl then I'll take it I have to be that girl especially when I have a 13 year old looking up to me and an abundance of women around me who would have been afraid to speak up for being mistreated this lesson is for them these photos of embarrassment are for them and my voice is also here for them I have to be that girl and then she put pictures of him now they're they're not news i mean like they're technically news but you don't see anything so i'll put one in the chat for you ladies but this is the biggest dramatic excuse for just wanting to out somebody's nudes you know what i mean like when dudes put out nudes like we don't give them any fucking like oh well he just had to make a political statement about you know the <laughs> hypersexuality of the male versus female anatomy like no 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 ma'am you are just a scumbag that knows how to type ah! she, really, she really wrote she really wrote twilight fan fiction mm-hmm. yes she did <laughs> and it's mad All these adjectives and adverbs mm-hmm. oh my god like what <laughs> she brought in ray rice that's like, right that's how? right and i just at this point in the show i feel like it's the appropriate time to thank all the people from npr that decided to check us out (laughs) (laughs) gotcha bitch (laughs) feel the burn feel the burn (laughs) on that note let's get into guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time but that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today chris from movietrailerreviews.net to guest the race and the chat room plays along and they're racist mm, uh, as fuck as on fleek <laughs> their racism is on fleek white ah! people um all right here's our first story it is about good evening thanks oh, wait, for joining us a center county woman who was crowned miss pennsylvania u.s international in jail tonight accused of faking cancer and scamming people out of thousands of dollars Shit. aaron calandra working this story and is live with the details aaron marty police say brandy gates weaver has been pulling off this alleged scam for years They say she would take money from the community to pay for cancer treatments, but tonight, police say she doesn't have cancer. (laughs) Brandy, do you have anything to say? That's 23-year-old beauty queen Brandy Lee Weaver Gates leaving the district magistrate's office charged with felonies for allegedly faking cancer and scamming thousands from the community. According to the criminal complaint, Weaver Gates told her friends and family that she was diagnosed with stage 2 leukemia back in 2013. Since then, police say several benefits have been held in her honor. The latest just in April, bingo for Brandy, raised $14,000. There's many people out there that, you know, have family, friends, neighbors that are affected with some form of cancer. And unfortunately, you have people out there who take advantage of that. State police trooper Thomas Stock says the investigation launched after an anonymous tip. There were some inconsistencies, such as uh, Miss Gates's hair was always there and never falling out. Uh, 
She did not know the name of her doctors and, and other things like that. Stock <gasps> says he contacted Geisinger UPMC in Pittsburgh and John Hopkins in Baltimore, all places Brandy says she was treated for her cancer. And in speaking with all the locations, it was discovered that she had never received any type of treatment at any of the locations. Stock says this was an elaborate plan. He says Weaver Gates shaved her head and even took long trips for fake treatment. Die with the con, yo. Die with the con. Her sister would have to stay on the first floor (laughs) while Miss Weaver Gates would go up to the second floor and allegedly receive her cancer treatments. Anywhere between six to eight hours. And then she would reemerge from the elevator. After recently being crowned Miss Pennsylvania U.S. International, Weaver Gates has spent a lot of time riding in local parades and making public appearances as a role model for our children. Tonight, she's in the Center County Jail on a $150,000 bail. Trooper Stock believes there could be dozens of theft victims out there. He's asking if you donated money to Brandy Weaver Gates at any point to contact the state police in Rockview. Live in State College, Aaron Calandra, 6 News. All right, Chris, guess the race of Brandy Weaver Gates. Listen, if she was, if she's not black because black people are not, one, they're not going to hold a bingo benefit for a black person mm. and uh she really she really went all all out with the con oh yeah this, this is a cheese eater right here y'all all right <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. check the chat room and see what they believe only chick i ever dated named brandy was crazy sex was awesome no that's not a race hustle crow and no humble <laughs> let's no humble brag okay buddy all right <laughs> Let, let me know when you get on NPR, then we'll talk. Oh, Rachel, Rachel Dolezal must be stopped with all these damn lies. She's white. If she were black, she would have faked diabetes, so I'm guessing white. Damn. Aww. White. Bingo for Brandy, not spades or dominoes. Pretty little liar. Ah! Obviously white. Whiter than the blood cells she was supposed to be missing. Damn. Oh, God. That's good, Susan Lee. That was good. EVE says white because people actually gave her money and cared white lady black Aww. ladies have enough troubles they don't have to fake says lauren <laughs> white lives matter yo. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right one who thinks macaroni and cheese is a meal not a side dish white white i'm gonna guess white then the correct answer is, is white that's that that's that so that's that that peas, in your, peas in your guacamole shit yeah, right there yeah. yeah that's pretty bad that was pretty bad nobody missed that by the way mm. by the way this is probably a good time to say we are sponsored by bevel all right guys that's for us to probably be like man really now uh me she did shave her head so yeah uh and she probably had razor bumps yeah but so you know, if you want to shave your head and you want to uh avoid razor bumps and you're trying to fake yourself you have cancer hey <laughs> hey get bevel that's right get clear smoother skin uh if you're trying to fake cancer you want to get bevel uh it's the first and only shaving system designed for men with coarse curly hair dermatologist tested by dr michelle henry who said four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps discoloration and irritation and there's nothing more irritation um, i mean more irritating than razor bumps uh maybe second only to white progressive racism that's Mm. it they have a starter kit i have it it comes with a safety razor shaving brush blades priming oil shaving cream and cool restoring balm and when i say it's the safety razor guys it's not that 
that plastic joint that makes you look like a bum you know what i mean like <laughs> like nah it's a sexy sleek like metal razor it like, is very sexy when you walk in you just go mm, now that's a man with a shaving routine and ladies love that i say you leave it out when you have company over let her go in the bathroom and see it you know she's dealing with a real g right every now and then i peek in there at yours i ain't even gonna lie that's right and you have my uh and it, you know have my shaving brush and everything feel like a man get out the shower wipe off the mirror just like all the movies and i shave myself ah and then i go out and watch my woman put on my work shirt and make me eggs that's just like clint eastwood would do it but i'm black <laughs> living my dream that i never could before this uh check out get bevel today go to tb uh, go to get bevel g-e-b-g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l code t-b-g-w-t you get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right let's go to the next guest the race um uh, how about um this guy uh here's a guy he's 44 years old and he's a a big critic of president obama okay not a fan as i as he would say i'm assuming i don't don't, everybody that hates obama i'm just like racist (laughs) white people must hate that shit because i know there's probably some white some white people that just hate him for whatever reasons they hate him for i don't give a fuck you hate president obama you racist (laughs) (laughs) you try that bullshit on somebody else accurate yeah (laughs) No, I just don't like him because of his policies on the drone. Racist. <laughs> You're racist, buddy. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? You probably don't like him. Probably because of that racism. I don't know if that hurts. Ah. That, you know, that probably doesn't help that, you know, he's still a black man. Oh, well. I'm going to miss when he's gone. Can't, won't be able to say that about Bernie or Hillary. Mm-mm. Maybe I can use sexist for Hillary. Ah. <laughs> she's a criminal oh a woman criminal is that what it is a 44 year old obama critic was arrested for retail theft in illinois last month after authorities say he showed a shoved a vibrator down his pants and offered to show the officer his penis oh was it on uh yeah want to see my penis right um sir um what is what is that noise oh baby had one of those ones that spin and shit like been and cranky yes yeah. i got one of those i don't think that's supposed to be lighting up sir right why you got disco in your pants according to police an officer responded to a stolen merchandise complaint noticed a large bulge in the pants of christopher hucko at lover's lane adult shop i asked christopher ah, what he had stuffed in his pants and he replied my penis <laughs> christopher also stated that he had a tattoo of cherry on his penis and asked if i wanted to see it oh okay christopher was like the stove my mother told me not to touch <laughs> and i Please wanted don't. to burn Mm-mm. during the subsequent search caron says he found for a 48 dollar g-spot delight vibrator in his pants um hucko was arrested and locked up at, at the police station while in the cell christopher stripped completely naked and would not put his clothes back on that's oh jesus christ come on chris put your clothes back on no come on yo come on dog come on man i'm not gonna touch you dog he reportedly agreed to speak to officers without a lawyer present but merely proceeded to make comments about his political views and derogatory promise comments about president obama with his dick out uh he says when when he asked to sign a form police said hucko put his name as obama is a criminal (laughs) 
<laughs> keep in mind he was previously charged with retail theft in march 2012 so this dude's a two-time criminal talking about president obama uh and in 2012 he was caught trying to drive home with an electric scooter shopping cart belonging to the store uh chris guess the race of mr chris huko huko uh, I, i'm gonna go with uh confederate flag waving stone mountain races white guy all right let's take the chat room bulge in his pants and alive equal white white yes we s- white uh, uh he what yes we c- 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 white he wants all our strengths but none of our weaknesses white <laughs> oh. white man upset obama care didn't cover his g-spot vibrator <laughs> so that's white about, that's a valid complaint yeah so white jealous of obama's bbc white typical Aww. hypocrite republican white and oath keeper white the correct answer is white <laughs> all right let's go to the bonus round so oh that hair to, i know never trust a man with his hair cut like that Mm-mm. nope Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race so far. Chris is two for two. Can he keep the race's momentum going? Let's see. We'll find out on this story here. A 92-year-old woman has been kicked out of church for not tithing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Black. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck man right <laughs> georgia a 92 year old woman is no longer allowed to worship at the church she was a member of for more than 50 years god damn josephine king <laughs> said that the reason she was kicked out of Bainbridge's first african baptist church her family members said that hope they hope the situation will change to churches will change to churches across the nation. Josephine King is no longer considered a member of the First African Baptist Church of Bainbridge, Georgia, read Gerald Simmons as he skimmed over the letter addressed to his aunt. The letter signed by senior pastor Derek Mike stated that Miss King had shown non-support towards the church in the areas of constant and consistent financial and physical participation. She was stunned. She was disappointed. She was shocked, says Simmons. He said Miss King was considered sick and shut in for several months, which was the reason for her lack of attendance. He also said his aunt had, uh, had gone above and beyond in the past to financially support the church. Well, what have you done for them lately? Right. <laughs> Would you march with Dr. Martin Luther King? So to save you forever? You shouldn't have, cha- you shouldn't chase the individuals down, said Simmons. You shouldn't do that. If that's the case, you're money hungry. Simmons also noted that his aunt first, his aunt isn't the first person to receive a letter of removal for not tithing and hopes her story will shed some light on the policy. You have to have money to make these churches run, but it's not about money, Simmons said. It's about God. You have, to, <laughs> you have to put God first. Several requests for comment from the church were made, but no response by officials or other members were given. 
uh guess the race uh oh uh, chris already did um check the chat room see what they believe jane Pittman's great niece who makes the best potato salad blizzak <laughs> bitch better have god's money eve bitch better have god's money <laughs> blingity black y'all she's black y'all she's blacker than black and she's black y'all creflo tried to tell her to put in on that jet black Aww. 50 years of paying into this building fund and still gotta use this mlk fan great grandmother's board member black Aww. first time in the chat good job love lasting that is not a guess <laughs> i agree with chris black black don't care what that you are on social security where your money black still wearing the biggest hat in church black no work or air conditioning but hella mlk fans on deck prob got a room just just for her in the church and her church hats black the correct answer is you guys all got it right black yeah soon you said yeah, you got a church for not tithing. I was, yeah, come on, y'all. Yeah, you you were on it from jump. <laughs> yeah, so. we didn't even get that one out the gate, man. I feel bad, <laughs> but uh I mean, I didn't want it to be black, but it was. All right, and that's the beauty and the and the pain of this game. <laughs> ah, sometimes you can be right. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> as soon as I read it, I was like, black. Mm-hmm. All right, last thing. sword rashes mm-hmm. mm. longest sound effect in the world ain't it though he, he keep thinking he gonna make it he never does <laughs> and now he's dead because he played with swords here's a here's a crazy one all right a mom was murdered in front of her two children her two young daughters karen with a machete remember we said it was gonna count machetes and sword ratchetness yes this is why mother is murdered in front of her two young children and we've learned her daughters tried to stop the attack grace white is live in new caney with what she's learned on the story grace these two little girls came running out of their trailer screaming for help neighbors never could have imagined the gruesome scene they would find from a family from austin that had just moved in I can't really get a grip on myself yet, so I held her kids all night. All Megan Klingbell can think about. It's too sad. It's too sad. Are the two young girls, ages seven and eight, that watched their mom die. I tried to stop the bleeding. I put country music on in the house for the little girls so they wouldn't hear the sirens. She lives in the FM 1485 RV park in New Caney, where it all began Thursday night just before 10. The girl said that the fight all started because he wanted to go somewhere and the mom wanted to go to the grocery store. Montgomery County deputies say John D. Wetter Jr. beat 33-year-old Michelle Becker to death with a machete. Klingbell says the girls told her they tried to stop him. We need to help. She said, I'm going to jump on the elbow. You jump right here. She said, we need to save our mom. I've seen her take one breath. One breath. We seen her take one breath. I went over. I took her pulse. There was not one. I told him she's dead, and I ran back to my house. Wetter took off in a car, but with a description from neighbors, deputies found him nearby and made an arrest. It's all still unsettling for this community and for the two little girls who lost their mom. They're very beautiful little girls. They look so much like their mom. They really tried to help, and they deserve a really good chance out here, but they're not going to get one without our help. 
These girls are with CPS caseworkers waiting for their biological father to survive. At six, what we've learned about this couple's past and what neighbors say may have been warning signs. Live in New Caney, Grace White, KHOU, 11 News. Oh, yeah, that need to be counted, too. Fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. And so this is the problem with these sword owners, man. You guys think it's a game, but what the fuck you need a machete in the trailer park for? Right. Other than to be abusive to your family and kill your wife in front, your 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 woman in front of her, uh, her children. So I don't want to hear that shit, guys. Okay, get the swords out of your houses. It's dangerous, ladies. Who are you gonna say, Chris? No, <clears throat> I was gonna say this is another one of those examples of uh, when uh, the the death penalty should definitely be an option. Oh, for sure. Uh, also, uh, not that you could see it, but you probably heard it in the clip, and you're right though the woman crying with her boyfriend they were standing outside of a trailer park home oh yeah so uh just confirming it for you guys out there in podcast land uh come on back saturday we do our feedback show premium people balls these sports will actually be at a special time tomorrow at 10 a.m okay guys all right so we'll be talking about sports me and justin at 10 a.m tomorrow uh, of course the invite will be sent out tomorrow morning um thank you so much for listening check out chris moviechallerreviews.net he has a premium yes. situation over there uh, I, i've yep. been on a couple of the shows i believe karen's been on a premium show yes. like if you want to hear more of us that's a good way to do it mm-hmm. support the homie help him get out of that job that he hates right. yes please uh, do <laughs> and uh chris man have safe travels man yes. oh yeah definitely hey real quick uh because mm-hmm. we were gonna do the review tonight but we're gonna do it tomorrow hey uh straight out of compton it's actually pretty good really yeah like, i know a lot of people have a lot of talk about the you know they're not covering the misogyny and the women being stuff like that and i get that and they don't but it's a two and a half hour movie and it's actually pretty relevant because they cover a lot of, like, the police brutality shit. Mm-hmm. So it's actually really kind of relevant to the day. So it's actually a pretty good movie. Oh, oh well, okay. I'm surprised it's good only because of who produced it. Not because, uh, mm-hmm. like, I thought the domestic violence complaint was kind of weird because th- people were telling me they weren't going to see it because they didn't cover the domestic violence. Right. But, but I was like, if they did, would you have seen it? And then they were like, right. you're right. I wasn't going to see that shit no way, period. So yeah, and I was like, that, well, then, yeah, don't. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what you need to support or not. But, you know, that's kind of a false ultimatum. Like, nobody want to see that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and not only that, but it's just, like, they, they they cover a lot. I mean, the trailers, I don't think, do it justice. Mm. And, um, yeah, Ice Cube's son uh, actually he's actually can act like he becomes his father that's 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 dope man although it's gotta be weird that he uh has sex with his fake with his mom yeah that's kind of (laughs) weird that was definitely kind of weird but um but it's not it's actually not that weird could you actually like i said you you kind of forget that it's not oh no no easy for us weird for him i mean for him oh yeah Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. He could might be, he could do a bang up job, but it's still like, yeah, you fuck your mom. Oh, he did a bang up job, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, make sure you check us out, uh, and we'll be back Saturday. And uh, of course, getbevel dot com, code TBGWT, and best of riding Karen on iTunes. Uh, until then, love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.